Welcome back to the Aviation RC New Podcast. You found us. My name is Joe. And I'm Matt. We're here to be with you along your journey and to share our experiences in RC Aviation. If you have any questions, thoughts, or want to share a flight story, hit us up at aviationrcnoob at gmail.com. Now, buckle in. Let's take off. All right, this is Matt Allen. We're at Flight Fest 2020. It's uh, technically, what, Thursday morning? Uh, Officially? Passed, I think we passed my night. About 10 minutes. Right, about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah, so we got in earlier tonight, uh, just as the sun was coming down, and we set up our village, I think we call it. Near enough. It looks good for a village. Yeah. Uh, we're set up near the, I don't know what direction is that, east? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, East Bill Tent, the campsite Bill Tent. North Star. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I there. can see stars. That's the North Star right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then the northern, wait. Look, that's yeah, so that's north and that's east. Yeah, the eastmost. It's on the ca- camper side. Yeah. A so, ca- camping side, tent camping side. So, Matt, uh, we, should, tent. we should probably take a second to explain what we're hoping to do here. Ooh, that's which, a good question. Yeah. Which please. is to say, first off, Jesse, thanks for joining us for Flight Fest. Oh, thanks for having me. This is wonderful. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Matt, for, for people who don't know you, Jesse, you've made a, a number of comments we've read, but tell tell us a little bit, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. About me? Well, I've been... No, brief. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kidding. when I was two. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no. Go ahead. I started doing uh, foam planes through the flight test forums, met, up, met you, mm-hmm. started doing the Discord, and I've been doing a lot of different plane stuff, I'm, but I am way out in Portland, Oregon, near enough, Yeah. and I have never been to something like this, and it sounded like a fun thing to do. Yeah, and you have a very encouraging wife, which is amazing. Yes, she nearly <laughs> kicked me out of the house. You got to go do this. <laughs> you, 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 you made a friend. Go play. Yeah, it's awesome. That's so awesome. you you said, hey, uh, I might be getting a ticket, like, and and we're thinking like, oh, you'll take a ticket to Ohio, and they're like, how do you feel about me coming down and like visiting you guys for a little bit, and then like, and then we all hop in the car and drive to Ohio, I'm like, so you want to fly out and then drive with us forever for t- almost ten hours? Oh my god, for nine, yeah, I, nine I, hours. I think you put that bug in my head. Yeah, um, I, I'm you're like, that. you should come and hang out. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, okay, then let's do it. <laughs> well, however it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was going to be a bit more of hanging out. Flights were not as planned, and it was fly in, get in the car, and drive up. Well, for, for how it all went, <laughs> I can say you basically fell into a pile of doo-doo and came out smelling like roses. It yeah. turned out all right. Yeah, so. Uh, thankfully, it turned out just fine. So we're here at Flyfest after... Nine hours of really uneventful driving, I think, overall. Yeah, I slept for the first four. Yeah, so Joe had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) And then I drove for the last four. Jesse brought this really cool... Can you tell uh, our listeners about that plane game or whatever that we were playing? It's... I don't know That is one of the most unique things I've seen. It was was a lot of fun. I don't know when it was made. It's definitely older. It's called Ace of Aces, and it's two booklets of pictures and of two World War One aircraft in a dogfight. And it works almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. You have a scene, and I can see the enemy aircraft, and you can see it from your perspective in your book, 
and we pick a maneuver out of a list on the bottom and say, go to this page. We both go to that page, and it makes us go to another page where we end up in the same position mm -hmm. and see if we guessed correctly where the other person was going and end up trying to shoot each other and down. Then, right, and then we figure out, like, when we get to that second page right. from, the, from the, the start page, it, it basically is the result of what our actions were together. And all of a sudden, you're like, I got you. Or, oh, you, yeah, you just yeah. missed it. Like, oh, we're going opposite each other. Like, I went left, you went right. Now we yeah. got to re-engage. And uh, the mechanics of the booklet, just coming up, it, it, it just amazed me how cleanly that system works. It's a mystery, too. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that is a mathematician's dream. It's great. And it, it may have something simple under it that I just don't see, but right. it's almost magic playing it. Yeah, so and cool. it was something, it's, it's part of a full game, lots of nuance, but just yeah. the flip books. Yeah, but with just the flip books, it's a great card great game. Great card because, game, exactly. Yeah, because I'm in the front seat calling out numbers, you're on the front seat calling, and Joe's kind of like, what are you guys doing? I'd occasionally <laughs> just show him, like, well, this is what I'm seeing, I'm going to go this way. And I love that we both end up on the same page, but it's from our own perspective. You'll see yeah. my plane from your spot and vice versa. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I think the first time, the first game we played, I, I pretty much had you. Oh, the second you had game, me I good. couldn't get you off my tail nope. for anything. Nope. <laughs> and then the other one, I think we just disengaged. I think, yeah, we both did a U-turn opposite <laughs> yeah. directions and flew away. Right, so. I, had a, I had a couple good shots on you, and then we just yeah. went the other I way. Limped, I limped home. I don't think I scratched you on that one. No, not on that one. But that was fun. That was a good way to kind of pass some time. That was, that was pretty pretty cool. I'm glad you brought it. Um, but so, yeah, so we have a tent city. I, <laughs> I brought my ridiculous tent. You guys have ridiculous tents. I mean, the small tent isn't even a small tent. That is a small tent. Well, when you look at your five bedroom with the dining table in it, <laughs> I mean, your bed's got a headboard. Well, it does have a headboard. <laughs> Legitimately has a headboard. <laughs> Again, my wife's bed. But see, last year when I brought it, yeah, it was going to sleep on it. He had to go in that tent. Okay. And it would it would fit, but it was touching both sides of the tent. It was pushing those sides out. I just remember when you were setting up this one tonight. Every other unfolded like I didn't realize it was this big. Yeah. Oh wait, it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. I went bigger and bigger. I'm like, oh my gosh, Joe, you told me you had a bigger tent, but like, your tent is about the same size as mine. Mine is a three ten by ten room or three eight by eight room tent. Yeah. It is a very large, but it's built for a family. Like, I bought it for my kids to have a room and, and myself to have a room. And then we have a, a place to put a table when it's wet to, like, play cards or something, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and th this is a family tent, but it is perfect size for my wife and I when we go camping. Because mm -hmm. um, we don't have a blow-up queen. So she gets her blow-up twin. I've Her nice blow-up twin. I've got a little, little you know, tiny blow up no, I get that I that, it's got, there's even it's a foyer for yeah, 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 yeah it's got a, like a hangout was, screen in area front porch I was thinking there's even a spot for your butler so we're not exactly <laughs> roughing it <laughs> no, that's what you're saying not entirely but I mean we don't have any power just like any campsite well we I got my inverter in the van if we need it yeah it's true we brought a couple folding tables we might be building at the campsite but we're also situated like we can see the biggest build tent flight test has ever had it is incredible um normally they have like two like collection two rows of like four tables put together yeah like they'll have two two rows of that 
kind of running, you know, table after table after table. And this is three full rows with room to spare, really. Um, and it goes all the way to the back. So Yeah, it's it's huge. It, it's incredible. They stepped it up this year. And we also, because we're here a little bit before everything begins, we got a good chance to see the B-17 that they're working on and that Freedom Fox plane or that giant one that they made out of, um, I can't even think of the name, the flexible P- PPM. Yeah, I don't know because I've not been keeping up with the flight test channel. Well, we won't talk too much about that then. But anyway, they're, they're there on display to, to be able to check out. And it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I only glanced at them, but they're impressive looking. Yeah, we'll see them a little bit more tomorrow. I, I know we'll be, as we hang out here, I know that's the great part about here. Like, you'll be able to see every one of the people that you see on any of the videos, and they're all approachable. Yeah. Sometimes they're really busy. They're going from place to place. If you see Josh Bixler, you can talk to him, and he will stop and talk to you. Even though he has a million things to do, he, he loves he loves this event, and you could tell. Uh, yeah. I think everybody else is doing it, but they're like, yeah, but I have a job to do. I'm, I'm working right now. Um, well, before yeah. we get too far into this, what, what we should have started with was what we're trying to do with this episode, which is kind of document this year's Flight Fest as us. Like, you know, as we're here, as we're going through and experiencing things, we're hoping to pull out, record a few segments, you know, short segments here and there. Oh, shoot. Too yeah. late. Yeah, we're already overshooting, but that's fine. No, that's fine. So, there'll be a, we, we had received some recommendations or comments about that, about, hey, that would be really cool if you guys record throughout Flight Fest and make an episode about that. And then... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, you're I'm good. just picturing Matt... Chasing people down the flight line. Hey, can I have a word? The Aviation RC News have a question. <laughs> well, hopefully not quite like that. But I know you're, there's some people you want to talk to. Yeah, there's a couple people I want to talk to. Plus, I thought it would be a good idea, to it, a way to talk to a couple of vendors here. And maybe for us to be able to connect to them and talk to them maybe in more detail about maybe how do you design a plane? Like, how do you bring it from beginning to end? And, like, right. what is it? what is it like to own a hobby shop? Like, what is that event? What is that like? You know, that kind of thing. So, so um, as this episode goes, uh, do note that there's going to be uh, differences in audio quality and tones. And I know Matt rolls his eyes because I always yeah. harp on this kind of thing. But the three of us are currently huddled around Matt's cell phone. Yep. We are not in a studio. We but, are in the nature with you know, crowds of people. Well, well it's well, dark. Not but, the moment. But. Yeah, it's fairly quiet right now, but uh, I did buy two lapel mics. I was trying to get another set in so we could use them with Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so we'll We also have a regular stand mic, too. So Yeah, I brought my microphone up, my boom mic. So there, there's a variety of recording mechanisms that will be going on, so... As you hear the shifting in quality and sound, yeah. just understand that we're in the field. Um, yeah. And hopefully it doesn't sound too terrible, but we'll see how it all goes. And in editing, I'll do the best I can. Yeah. But, Good. you know, this yeah. this might be a fairly short episode. This might be a really long one. We don't know what we're in for yet. Uh, either way, we hope you enjoy what you, you want to enjoy out of it. Uh, I'll, I think we'll try to put chapter markers, so that way if there's something you wanted to hear... Like, like we're good, definitely going to do some stuff about the combat, combats. Um, if we can get a little bit of audio with the Spitfire uh, fly-in, 
and the Dawn Patrol. Uh, those are some things I definitely want to know. I'd like to talk to a couple people in the STEM tent. Um, you know, just all around to see why people are here and yeah. what they're looking to take from it. Yeah, hey, we'll all get new experiences. I mean, I'll be volunteering a couple times in mm-hmm. different places, yeah. trying new things. Yeah. Well, I'll end up probably sending you with the lapel mics for most of the time. Okay. Since you're going to be the one probably like, oh, that person would probably be good to talk to. Yeah. Um, without harping <laughs> on them too hard. Oh, man. All right. Well, then why don't we close it down for now, and then we'll catch back up with everybody in a minute uh, with maybe day two or day one officially. Whenever we hook back up, but we'll catch you guys in a little bit. Oh, Jesse, before we go, what is what are you uh, what are your initial thoughts about what you hope to see this event? I am in vacation, go with the flow mode, but I am really looking forward to first time doing any kind of combat where i normally fly it's i'm the only one in the sky it's gonna be fun having more than just me yeah and it'll be more than just you and a friend it'll be more you and a hundred so you'll have to watch my face when i throw the plane and three seconds later somebody just takes me out or you just lose it (laughs) or i lose it in the crowd which one's mine again yeah well and that's why we have spotters matt yes i i thank god joe was there last year Nope. There was a couple times he's like, I can't, I don't know where I'm at. And I'm, you're right here. We did paint ours orange. Yeah. So that may help. Yeah. It may. Well, we'll see. We'll uh, see. There's likely to be several orange Spitfires in the combats. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, there's supposed to be, uh, I think there's at least five or six. Of Discord members? It, well. Or Spitfires. Being Spitfires down. when you count yours, my two. Uh, and I know there's. Right, I've like, got two. You've got two. I know. Jason. Well, I mean, in in the in the podcast colors. <clears throat> okay. Right. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's at least like there's R three, and there's at least two or three others that I know of, yeah. of guys that are rogering up in the Discord that we know are coming. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So let's see how many there's, actually turn up. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot I'm looking forward to. I was thinking more about it and just. Honestly, the second thing, or even most, is the volunteering in the build tent, seeing what other people are building, oh, yeah. helping out. I mean, I teach. I love seeing and helping out and just seeing other people's approaches to things. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be fun to... I mean, I know they always have some crazy builds here. I'm looking forward to seeing those. Yeah, you'll see those too. <laughs> It'll be fun. There's, uh, on the far tent, they're already starting. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So, Well, good. All right. Well, now we'll see you in a few minutes. Yep. Oh man, if you're sitting in there, I gotta swing guy. around. No, we're good. Just put it right there, it'll be fine. There you go. Yeah. Oh, lordy. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we just scared off our first guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we only just met him, I mean. Yeah, I know. Right. Come on, Ethan, bring it up. We'll pulled the camera, pulled the phone out, and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> I was the Give same way, but I got nowhere to go. Oh, <laughs> Where are you, right? <laughs> you wanna pull your chair up? Yeah, yeah. Now you have a hard time catching Jesse. No, everybody will be hurt just fine. <laughs> Jesse, say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> no, he's no it's good. I'm sure it will pick me up fine. Yeah, I'll up project up. until he tells me to shut up again. I'm too tired for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it is now, what, Thursday? Thursday, day, day two 
of us being here. Just barely Thursday, uh, right? I, I would still classify this as day one, because we got here kind of no, late. No, no, let's not... It, look, it was nighttime, we, we slept, we woke up, like the whole thing. Yeah, so it's day one. I made one. everybody breakfast. I, I'm with Joe. And, and you know, Ethan came, so, you know... This is the first full day. It's the first full yeah. day. Okay, sure. And Fly Fest didn't actually start until, like... Officially. Like, officially 9 a.m. this morning? Uh, 7.30. Okay. Yesterday was prelude. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so we're here again. Like, yes, still. Still here. And uh, I think we we did a lot of volunteering today. We did. Collectively. That was a blast. It had was, fun. Yeah, so what did you do, Jesse? I uh, roamed around the build tents, uh, helping people out. Mostly safety, you know. Yeah. No props with motors spinning. Unplug your batteries if you're not going to be there. But really, for me, it was talking to everybody. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you working on? How you... You know, you needed this, oh, this guy's got that. Putting people together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a good time. I really enjoyed seeing what people were working on, different approaches to, say, to similar problems. Yeah. And just people... I was hesitant at first to just go up and say, you know, hey, how are you doing? What are you working on? But I found that the other people were also kind of isolated, and they really liked that uh, kind of opening up and getting together. Mm-hmm. As well, yeah. yeah, definitely. So, Ethan, you came in today. Where'd you come in from? I drove in from Daytona Beach, Florida. That's a long drive. It man. was really long. Uh, I didn't even leave my house. It's until, like a whole year of driving. Yeah, I, I didn't even leave my house until like twelve thirty the day before because it took me like six hours to like finish the uh, projects and then get everything loaded. Okay, yeah, so talk quickly about like two of the projects you brought out today, because you brought a couple out today. I brought a, um, a 13th Squadron uh, Betty Bomber, which I blew up to 200%, which uh, had a bunch of uh, design modifications I had to do. I had to like, reinforce parts of the aircraft because the, uh, the 200% scale, uh, all the foam board was thin, it was half the width. Oh yeah. I blew it up 200%. Right. So I yeah. had to, I had to put wing ribs in. I had to put extra formers in the fuselage to make sure the aircraft wasn't going to flop around in the air. Well, um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's for yeah, sure. it's almost done. All I have to do is glue it all together. Uh, just glue the center section to the wings and the tail. The servos and the motors are ready to go. Just going to cool. throw some 15-inch props on there and uh, set it on the uh, the landing. The, the spare landing gear. I have this little fallaway trolley that I'm gonna do a ramp run mm-hmm. with. So is that the one I'm gonna be borrowing for That's the That's the one SR-72? you're gonna be borrowing, okay, yeah, yeah, for the SR-72. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, because I keep thinking I'm gonna be able to make the landing gear, and if I try that, it'll be Monday by the time I'm done. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, to get it off the ground, I think I'm gonna make. Uh, if I if I don't make a simple trolley, I'm gonna be borrowing the trolley. I think we'll try to borrow. And if the motor doesn't have enough thrust to move it because it's a heavy trolley, um, then we might have to make something a little bit lighter, but it'll be easy. Um, yeah, I'm, I was in the STEM tents helping, you know, youngsters and families put together and get excited about, you know, flying airplanes and STEM and just kind of engaging with each other. It was awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> but with that, um, would Joe, what did you... End Sorry, up? I was trying to tell you to project... Oh, fine. I'm too tired to project. <laughs> too tired. It's been a long day. So yeah. I, 
Yeah. You know, no, we we are all just kind of sitting in our chairs, bundled up, <laughs> ready to fall out of the chairs. It's, like, it's what, been like a long day. Seventy degrees out or sixty-five? Right now, it, it cooled yeah. off pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's probably in the low sixties now. It's and it was like eighty-five today. It, it was toasty in the direct sun. It was toasty in yeah. the shade. It was nice and cool with the breeze that was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know how to relate to it yet. I'm not from around here. <laughs> no, it's a little different kind of air. Yeah, the, um, and this isn't even like southern weather. South Carolina, North Carolina, because it's hot and muggy in the south right now. But Sure. Um, no, honestly, today was, was good. Um, the weather was nice with the breeze. Really I would perfect. not like it to be still yeah, in pretty, that. Pretty perfect. Yeah. Um, and then we had, like, the, the, the combats went on today, three combats. There'll be still be like three combats every day. Yeah, and that was, they were good. It's first, Jesse, I, first I've seen them. Yeah, and your first impression uh, because you first you've ever seen. You know, the first one I saw was this morning, which really wasn't a full one. It was whoever was here. Right. There's still fifty or sixty planes in the air. Right. But throughout the day, they got more and more, and the last one had to been at least a hundred planes, maybe more. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I mean, it really is. Just yeah. planes. Zigging in and out, going every which way. It's hard to follow just one if you're not the pilot. Because I wasn't flying into the combats today. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of watch this. You hear it crash over there. It's like, oh, I missed that one. But then you see this one over here in the corner of your eye. And they mm-hmm. pick out targets. And it's like, get that guy. It was fun. I really want to do one of those uh, tomorrow. Okay. Sure. Well, then just let, let let us know. And yeah. one of us will we'll be, be a spotter. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know? Well, for those, I'll grab somebody. There's... Yeah. A no, bunch no, of people saying, no, watching. No, no. We, we want, want to be here. <laughs> I should probably made in the plane first instead of doing that in the d- yeah, well, well, yeah, but well, yeah, we'll do that for sure. <laughs> nice. And so you're uh, finishing up with scout, I think. The, right? I, the scout's ready to go. It's probably a little underpowered, but we'll go from there. Okay. Nice. Um, Joe, what did you yeah. end up doing today? Uh, I got the uh, super labor-intensive. Wore me out. Oh, get off it. <laughs> you drove a cart around all day. I drove a golf cart around for a few hours. All the and, dust. Yep, kicking up all the dust. But I'll tell you what, I'll take the dust over the mud. Yep. Yeah, last year there was there was some serious mud. Yep, but yeah. I was... Do you, you remember that? Yeah. Too much, wasn't it? Well, it, I'm used to the mud in Florida all the time because it rains every other day. That's true. So I, I brought my mud boots, thankfully, this year and last year. But, yeah, I think I like the dust more than the mud. Yeah. yeah. You can at least wear, like, a covering or something yeah. as you walk around. <laughs> yeah, the mud, you just slip. You can't really go anywhere. Yeah. Well, what was unique about doing the transport is, well, obviously I get to talk to a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's introducing them this might be their first time out here or they're continuing or mm-hmm. they're here to be with their kids or but it's just making that nicety but there yeah. was a father-son duo that i probably gave a lift to three or four times mm-hmm. back and forth or you know i brought them in then they were heading back out and i survived the combat or you know didn't survive the just flying around and his plane was broken so it I was an aero scout uh, I think I'm, I think I saw the guy. That's what I'm saying. I just happened to see yeah, the, kid I, I and the guy and his kid, and they were talking about that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I just there were a lot of those conversations today. Yeah, yeah. I saw I, this one this one dad son combo mm-hmm. as I was driving around. I just kept seeing them. They were walking in, walking out, walking in, walking out. I gave him yeah. a ride a couple times, and 
you know, they crashed this one going out to the car to grab the other one. And they were, I mean, every time they saw me, they were grinning at me because yeah. I just kept seeing them. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so. <clears throat> It was just that. I took a nap afterwards, which was miserable because I couldn't get enough cross breeze through the tent. Uh, but then after that, sorry, it was... Joe. No, it's fine. After that, I got started on the Spitfire and just yep. lazily taking my time. I had to uh, finish up the servo extenders and build a power pod and move the move the, uh, bat, the motor over from the C-Duck uh, power pod and just getting all the finalizing... Uh, uh, wiring done, and now a trick that I'm going to use moving forward. It's okay. Is it still going? Yeah. Okay. A trick that I want to use moving forward. It, Jesse, you said you had seen it before. I had forgotten about it until I saw yours. Like, oh yeah, but I so have seen it. Anytime, because we do the power pod thing. Anytime we need to take the power pod out, or we want to disconnect the ESC or do anything, the the e the signal wire coming off the ESC to go to the receiver is just real thin and I'm always worried I'm going to like pull the wires out of the plastic uh, connector trying to pull it out. When you got all eight of them in there next to each other. Right. When you, yeah. When you're running five or six channels and then the other alternative is to try to go in there and pull just the one plastic piece out or you're pulling multiple out and got to hope you put them back in in the same order. Scalpel. Scalpel. Right. Tweezers. Tweezers. So what I ended up doing was taking one of my extensions, cutting it at a couple inch mark, and then putting mm-hmm. ends back on. So now I've got a three inch servo extender that's yep. for my ESC to plug into the receiver. So it stays plugged into channel three, and now my ESC just plugs in where I can pull it out, and I got a firm a lot more space. Yeah, I'm not worried about you know fighting all the other connectors to unplug my ESC. I kind of like it being really difficult all the time. <laughs> Don't I, was about, I, was, I was just going to say, it's one of those things that, you know, it's it's a real elegant thing that you should have thought of earlier kind of thing. Yeah, as soon as, I, as soon as I had the thought, I was, how did I not think of, like, I've got the tools and the wire. But in the same breath, I know I will think of it and go, nah, forget, I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I mostly worked on the SR-72 I, I went from not having a server was in but nothing connected to and like most of the things like everything's connected I found I lost my I, I lost the flight controller for a while it was in a box I checked three times but didn't actually check that box yeah it was the other box that looked just like I it checked that four you times. checked three times yeah I think we yeah. lost a little bit of everything a couple times oh today. my god it's just that bad anyway so found the flight controller and really went to work at making all the extra connections. So at this point, I'm almost I'm at the point where I can, I think tomorrow morning I've got to find my XT connectors, XT60 connectors, and then I'll be able to connect everything up, um, make sure everything's getting powered right and the gyroscope's working, and then we will do a test. Okay. And see if we can get it flying. But what my favorite part today was... I was going to ask everybody, you know, what was your favorite thing that happened today? Meeting a bunch of listeners who were here. Like, got to see the Nisgotas again. That Steve was cool. and Jack, which was awesome. Like, Spons is here. He said, hey, meeting Kilroy that first day. Kilroy 07, this is Tim. He's a good buddy. I've known forever. I think he was in my first Bill Jewelry. I'm on the, what, fifth one now? Like, 
he joined in early in the game, you know, and then he also jumped out. He said, no, I can't do that ever again. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, but it's been one of those things. He's had a hard year, so this is like a good vacation to get away from the rough year, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's been, you know, it's been really good. We got to see Dave earlier today. Yeah, I got to swing out and see him for a few minutes. Yep, exactly. Um, I want to go down there and see him again tomorrow when I'm not driving the golf cart. Yep, Jason Kennedy. Obviously, Ethan's here. I'm excited you're here, bud. I'm really excited. I'm glad to be here. And there's just so, and there's a, there's at least like four or five people I had no idea listened to our podcast came up and said like, oh yeah, I'm a listener. Like, yep. hey, I'm so glad to see you guys. That's you know. Awesome. Well, we yeah. had, we got kayaks out here, which is in our Discord. Tench is out here. Yep, Tench uh, 745. Yep, and then. Um, Mike in in the pink shirt today. Mike, Mike in the pink shirt. Yep, that's how yeah. you said you're gonna remember him. Um, we and if, by the way, if we're forgetting somebody that we met today, we're really sorry. It's been a long day. My head's full of sleep and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a lot of people. Co- there was a lot of people coming by to see your plane. Right, Leroy, yeah, was, came out and just hung out again today, and like, and, oh, we got, I got to see him fly his Spitfire. Oh, and he I got it. He got it ready, and it's beautiful. And then we, we got it set up, and he had, uh, I guess he had the Spectrum where he's got the safe. And he, he got it up in the air, and he's like, what in the heck? And he goes, oh, stupid safe. Clicks a button and turns off. He's like, that's much better. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's supposed to make everything that better. That was my it's first like, experience right? with safe, too. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. Turn that well, off. <laughs> I think it's because the, the way you fly the plane is dramatically different. Um, so safe is like... If you leave it alone, it'll fly straight and level, and you have to push it to tell what what way you want it to go other than that, right? Whereas, like, normally, you kind of turn it until it's facing the direction you want, you let it go, and it will go that way until you re-correct it. Yeah, the, like, that's the normal. The way I envision safe working in my head is you've got a stick through the top of your aircraft, mm-hmm. and that is your stick. If you want to go up, you've got to hold it up, because that's the way the... the things going okay yeah and you turn you got to hold it to the left because that's the plane is banked at this point so it's got to stay right. in that if position. you let go it'll go right but back i can't it. do that because i didn't learn that way right i I, right. I nearly crashed the first plane i took off with safe well to be fair the spitfire has built-in dihedral so it will begin to auto correct no that but it's probably was, a much more there was other things going on he was just like oh what the heck so then and then we i helped them uh trim it out so i actually went around and and push the trims here and there so they got right because yeah. he's like i can't i can't let go of these sticks and i'm like that's what happened to me with my last bit in the spitfire the other day like i crashed it because i couldn't get to the trims fast enough yeah um so anyway we got that working and he just cruised he's got an aggressive prop and a pretty good motor on that thing and it eats up all the real estate it was, real quick <laughs> I, I watched that one from the sidelines it was really fun at first it looked mm-hmm. Nervous and a little out of control, but yep. every lap it got smoother and smoother until it was real nice. Yeah, about lap three, I think it was like yeah. in good shape. And then I'm like, okay, can I just be your spotter right now? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're good now. Um, Joe, we told you. All right, that's my wife. I'm gonna take this call. It's oh. a good idea. Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, that, so favorite moments. Did you moments. get a video of that? Yeah, I did. I got a video of that flight. Oh, I'm excited to see that video. Um, so that was your favorite thing. It's just meeting all the people. Yeah, I mean, meeting the, the listeners. Yeah, meeting the listeners because I really, I don't know, just and and there was a lot of people who stopped by looking at the S seventy two. That plane was a great. So it, was, uh, it was neat to see focus. the interest. Um, my my 
my favorite moment is it just made me laugh. I was thinking about it. First of all, well, I was like the fireflies, honestly, because I had never seen those. Oh, that was really yeah, awesome. Fireflies. Did we talk about that last night? I don't remember. But no, but I was like, mesmerized. When like, we sat up here, like fireflies by droves came out, and I've never. It's been a long and time since I've seen so many. Again tonight, and then honestly, the favorite moment though was the first thing this morning. Not many people were up and around. And I went over to the build tent mm-hmm. and uh, started talking with this ten-year-old, you know, one of my peers, and just <laughs> he told me everything about his trip and the planes they're working on and his plans for the week, and it kind of got me fired up to really for to work on the day. So. Yeah, yeah there, it's it's a neat place to be where everybody's kind of working at the same enthusiastic goal of just flying and having fun. It's awesome. You haven't even done any flying so yet. So, Ethan, you didn't really... So, you got a chance to fly the one plane. Yeah. Um, which which of the ones you brought are you... Are you most excited about the, the Betty Bomber? Because you have that um, missile. You have a giant missile thing. Yeah, the missile. I still have to figure out where I'm going to put the motor mm-hmm. and the control surfaces. But the, the Betty Bomber is almost ready to fly. I just got to glue it together and finish painting it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to get the missile going. Uh, I met the foam cutter guys, and they said they'll make foam, oh, nice. foam cut fins. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, what, is, what is it called? What's the company? Foamy uh, something. They're, they're right over it. there. <laughs> they're right over there. They have that 3D, 3D, 3D cutter, nichrome wire foam cutter. Right. I was quite impressed with their setup. It, yeah. It was, yeah, and it's so, yeah, it, it's it's a pretty interesting thing. We'll get more information. I'll see about. No, they got all excited. Minute. They got all excited when I brought the missile over there, and I said, "Hey, let's cut some fins." It's like, all right, come by tomorrow. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll exactly get exactly what this yeah. machine is for. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. that's awesome. And I think what are they? Are they coming out of EVP or EPO foam? They say uh, polystyrene. Polystyrene. Oh, polystyrene. Okay, yeah. They, I mean, they can cut it out almost anything. Sure, yeah. that's what they have. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. What about tomorrow? Or do we want to worry about that tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow for me is a, almost a repeat of today with more flying. With my more my flying, schedule's yeah. the same. I've got the same mm-hmm. uh, build tent, uh, yeah. which I'm looking forward to, seeing the progression of right. some of these builds. Good. But now that I've kind of absorbed day one, I'm going to do a build of my own. Right. I think I'm going to do stem in the morning. I know there's the... Uh, <clears throat> what is tomorrow? The um, We're going to try to do Spitfire flying. Right? right, we're gonna do one of those, and then um, uh, the Dawn Patrol. Yeah. Is the first version, the first day of the Dawn Patrol yeah. is tomorrow. I saw a and lot of they've those. got them all set up in the in the built. Dawn this Patrol is Saturday only. Really? I thought it was Friday and Saturday. I, I overheard it was just Saturday. Okay, Joe, Joe just said he, he overheard it might be just Saturday, but either way, they they're displaying a lot of the models and working on them in the STEM tent. And that's really cool. Some to see. of those models are amazing. And I mean models. Those are yeah. like no, they are detailed out, smooth. It's like I'm, yeah, I'm, it, I'm, I'm, it, I look at something. I'm astonished. It's impressive. Yeah, I can't that's believe true. they're made of foam board. Well, yeah. A couple of the bigger ones. Yeah, I was like, I wanted to touch it. I, I didn't it's, dare just right. to see if it was actually real. It's extruded <laughs> polystyrene. It's, yeah. uh, some of the wings are extruded polystyrene XPS that they hot wire cut. Oh. You know what I mean? Because to get that size foam board, it's really hard to make yeah. work. Right? I think only that biggest you know, one that I'm aware of. Is you know, you make, I even like, makes a ton of big I've stuff. Been, yeah, I've been dealing with that. Yeah, there's a lot of limitations in that. So, 
Um, Whoa. Ah, shoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Just sit on the panic button. We might edit that out. We may not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joe, tomorrow? What are you looking forward to doing? Um, flying the Spitfire with everybody else I brought them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully putting that Spitfire in a combat. Okay. I want to get the flight with everybody done first. Yeah, well, I want to do it tomorrow, and I would see if we could do it Saturday as well if we got still yeah, around. Yeah, they're still flying. You know, but we'll, when, we'll is, when is that? I, I, I got mine ready. I just got to uh, flight it Tomorrow again. after the, well, I was going to do it after the Dawn Patrol, which okay. I thought was was 7 to 10. Right. So I was thinking about like 10, 10 or I think it was a combat of 10, so after that combat. Okay. So probably around 11. Yeah, okay. 10.30, 11. Um, which, is anybody volunteering tomorrow? I'm going to volunteer in the morning with a STEM tent if I can, if it's not overlapping with that. Otherwise, I'll do it later in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, I'm at 4, but... Okay. Uh, then, yeah, pro- probably around 11. And I'll... We, do we want to just say 11 and I'll put it out in Discord? Let's say 11. All right, 11, I'll put it out in Discord. And, okay. And I'll see if we can get a hold of Stefan in the morning and ask him if he can help us. Okay. That'd be cool. Um, other than that, man, probably wrap it up for tonight. Yeah, let's do that. I'm looking forward to actually eating more regularly tomorrow. I completely forgot to eat dinner. <laughs> Everything closed down. I was like, oh, man. And then I just went back to building. <laughs> <laughs> well, food's gone. Guess I'll keep building. Yeah, no big deal. All right, well, we'll catch up with you guys in a few minutes. It's already there. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. This is okay. what happens when we wait okay. till one o'clock it after is... a long day. Now we're gonna do a recording. Yeah, right. and everybody has to remember to project here. <sighs> do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I especially, because I had to bounce off your chest. Oh come on. Okay. Well, see now you're going to be quiet. I'll be fine. No, turn it to face you. And just... you, you and Jesse. Yep. See, there you go. <laughs> so hey listeners, welcome to Saturday night. Friday night. Friday night. It's Saturday morning, Saturday one o'clock. Morning. There you go. Friday night. I'm just picturing this whole podcast getting goofier and goofier because <laughs> it's over this whole weekend and we're getting tired. Oh my god, Project. every day. Project. Yes, yes. Every day there is just more hot and <laughs> more tired. Today but was warm. Today, today was warm. Today was warm. It was still really good. It, it was a it was a blessing for flying. No wind, really. Oh, it was a beautiful day for flying. Yeah, but every time I'd go out and stand in the sun, I was like, why why is there no wind? <laughs> <laughs> this is not okay. We did not sign up for this. All right, I'm going back. Retreat, retreat. <laughs> son, you have won today. <laughs> I won't tell you it's going to be warmer tomorrow. Shh. <laughs> no, it, it, I know it'll be warmer today, but it, it really truly it has been incredible weather. It's this, been beautiful. Day, the whole trip so far um, so we'll cross our fingers it stays that way um, yeah so what let's kind of recap today I, I'm punching there's some weird things that happened after the day ended as it were you want to start at the end to go forward I, I don't know no let, let's start earlier in the day all right so we got up we got our day started I don't even remember what that entailed at this point <laughs> I, I got up early. You guys slept in a bit, and I, I actually went and did the 
kind of our volunteer meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even gave me a pancake. That was so nice. Um, yeah, it was a really nice. good pancake. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't had one in a while. Anyway, um, <coughs> I, my morning was trying to get focused on getting a plane flying. I wanted to do right. combat. I wanted to fly a plane. Yeah. Um, so I did. Took a couple tries. But, yep. Um, I, yeah, we were using the old orange can, 22, 12, yeah, this 1000 is, I mean, KB. I'm using a hand-me-down uh, scout. Terrible. It was terrible. The, it, the scout was in great shape. The, the motor that was attached to it, I was like, you may want to well, change I, all these out. And I, like, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> I have not flown very many foam planes in a while. I kind of did balsa for a bit, and I'm really yeah. getting back into this foam. I'm enjoying it. But I, I flew a scout a couple years ago. Yeah. And I remember liking it, and I flew this one, and like, I don't remember it being so... Lethargic. Yeah, it, it just doesn't want to fly very well. Or it goes for about 10, 9, 8, 7. Oh, it's out. It, it did have, it kept losing power. I'd have yeah. control, and it would just quit land it. itself. It quit. But then, yeah, it finally the motor just decided it was done. Put a newer motor on there, and hey, this is what a scout feels like. I remember now. That's right. Um, I know I finally made in the Spitfire today because I got it all. That was today, right? Yeah, did you did you maiden it at the Spitfire Gaggle? I did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. So we wait, wait, Spitfire fly in. No, even before that, okay. Ben Harbor flew his B-17 or what was it? What does he, he have? He's got the C-47. C-47, the, the 24-foot C-47. It's huge. It's beautiful. It flies amazing. Um, so that's kind of what punctuated the beginning of my day, seeing that kind of off in the distance. That was really cool to see. Um, after a little bit of kind of finagling and making sure we had our Spitfires barely ready, um, <laughs> we, 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 we announced the Spitfire gaggle. Well, you announced it, I think, yesterday for yeah. 11 o'clock. Yeah, for 11 o'clock, which, which was, was combat. combat. <laughs> I thought it wasn't combat, but it was combat. So we, we did push that back a bit. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and Jesse, you flew in that combat, right? I did it for about thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. I didn't hit anybody. Nobody hit me. I just kind of decided up, it was done. Up and out. And and that's right. I was your spotter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just kind of you're like, what happened? It's like I don't know. <laughs> uh, just quit. So I haven't done a full combat yet. I'm looking forward. To it. The plane is ready for it now. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna go, go for it. I'm yeah. it tomorrow. Yep, I'll, definitely. I'll, I'll be your spotter because I'm out. Okay. Oh, right. You yeah. Tell that. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. So we, then we got all the Spitfires together, and it turned out there was what about eight or ten uh, Spitfires out. Yeah. So we had out? we had kayaks come out. Yep. Um, yours your camo one was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also carried your podcast you <coughs> podcast one out. You that did. One, that was not all geared up at that all. That was the model. No. Yeah. I, I know Joe's giving me an evil eye right there. Did you see <laughs> no, that? No, no, no. Then I had mine. No, I was disappointed we didn't have the mine ready, but yep. we did have well, I had one to fly. And then Ethan brought his out. Yep. And then we had uh, a young kid and his dad mm-hmm. brought out. Yep. Um, I watched him fly later today. He was tearing it up. That was the one with the white foam board top. Yeah. And the, the plain skin. There's another guy that had like plain brown skin, but he just he painted had, the green. Yeah, exactly. And then one was sharp and one was like uh, fuzzy green. Yeah, so, a, we, so we, had a, we had a dark green one or something, and then we mm-hmm. had a dark green, light green camo. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that was eight. I feel like I'm missing one in there. I, we'll post. We, we took some I take pictures. I a photo. Yep. Um, yeah. It was fun, though, because I, I don't know that all of them really knew what was going on. We just announced Spitfire yep. Fly, and a couple extras came Yeah, we out. asked Steph, and Steph was like, oh, go talk to that guy. And I'm like, he started to announce it, and I'm like, hey, make sure you know that it's the Aviation RC Noob one. That'll kind of let some people know that, oh, this is that one. And he just hands you the mic. And he hands me the <laughs> mic, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess it's mic time. <laughs> yeah, I heard you, like, from a distance over the PA while I was still working online. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so I just made an announcement, and everybody showed up a little bit later, and we flew, and I, it wasn't like a... I, I know, I think we had to kind of stagger who was flying, because there weren't enough spotters, so... Yeah, well, I think, we, I we think like, only you and I didn't get in the air the right. round one. Yeah, the first round, but we were being spotters. There was, was some a good time. great flying, though. Yeah, was, there was, was amazing spotter. flying. And I was watching pretty much all of them, because that's what you do as a spotter. You don't watch your plane. Right, you're but, trying to look out for what you're going to hit But occasionally I'd, have to, I'd hear the, where's my plane? I'd like, you're over there. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, kayaks, right? Uh, yeah. He, um, he was like, he was going around and he's like, oh no, I don't have it. Where's my plane? And I just happened to glance over and his is really striking. Yeah. So I look straight out. I'm like, burp, and my, my hand happened to be next to his head, and I pointed right at it, and he's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I think he had a um, the most interesting landing of the day, though. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Tell, remind us about it. Um, he, I, I, I apologize if it wasn't him, but he uh, came in, and it went a little bit over the crowd, and just to make sure everyone was oh, safe, God, yeah. it right. landed on the giant tent. That's right. With a few thud. He was telling me about that. Uh, on like an eastern built tent or whatever it is. Yes. And it was perfect. The people over there said, yeah, it was a graceful landing. Slid right down and they grabbed it for him. <laughs> yeah, thankfully nobody was hurt. The plane wasn't hurt. Neither was the tent. It, it ended up working out. Like he had throttle cut it by the time I got close oh, yeah. to it. Yeah. It was, I mean, he, he did a good job. He pulled up above the crowds, made mm-hmm. sure it cleared that. Yeah. Last thing you want to do is try to turn and go into the crowd directly. I mean, sometimes we've got 30 to 150 planes in the air. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was surprised that there wasn't like somebody going, <laughs> you know, like I would do in the fog well, the horns, Yeah. Yes. Probably didn't have enough time to I see it and react. Either way, but it all generally all worked out. Most of the planes came home in one piece. Um, and then I think you took, geez, what did we do? I, I was building the SR 72. I, I decided to punt and, and just rip out the guts and redo them so that I could just do the basics. Well, but yours didn't come back in one piece, did it? Oh, it did, but it didn't. You had to walk half a mile out. Okay, so then that's it. right. Then Joe and I took ours and go and fly it. Now, I brought mine out and all the way to the back of the field, and everything was going really good. It was flying well. And then it turned in a spiral. Slowly but surely down, 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 because half of the wing was losing lift. What I found out was because the skin that was on that had pulled up. Yeah. And it was blocking all the aileron, the aileron controls and half of the lift on the left. It was spoiling, yeah. And, and it was creating a drag rudder on the left side of the plane. So it was just going to sp- a slow spiral down. I wasn't going to go any faster or better. Um, thankfully, it came down gently enough where... I just had to put a little bit more glue and some tape on the leading edge, and it was ready to go again. But that was about as far out as I saw anybody today. That was way at the end of the beam field. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks. Just at some point, I was walking over and and Jesse, or yeah, because I had already uh, done my maiden 
my maiden flop, mm. um, where hand launched it and the rudder was way like nothing was trimmed out right that oh, my, yeah. my my vertical and horizontal staffs were all warped from the skinning process mm-hmm. so it come out of the hand it immediately yawed left mm-hmm. towards the other pilots and other people and so it was yank and pull and pull it straight back and throttle up and Basic down maneuvers and, yeah and i managed to just dump it uh safely Mm-hmm. And so then I grabbed mine and went back to start doing some repair work. And I think as I was making my way back out, Jesse, you passed me. You're like, Matt's way out there. I've got time to go back to camp, get him That's a right. drink, and bring it back. I went and got ice water for him because I, I knew he was going to be tired. I came back and you're like, hey, you want some ice water? I'm like, oh, nice, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a big help. That was pretty cool. But yeah. I mean, we were doing our jobs. Like, Jesse, you were, you were doing the built tent yes. monitor. Uh, Joe, did you do your uh, oh, stuff today? Oh, done, oh, right? I'm not on schedule till tomorrow morning. Okay. I don't think the STEM tent had much of a schedule. I don't think so either. For people. But anyway, I, I went to the STEM tent and helped out here and there. I helped a little bit with John Overstreet's B-40 Warbird build, just a Warhawk. Um, it was neat to kind of see those come together. Those skins are really, the print-on skins, they look better than I thought they would. They look They're really pretty good. sharp. Yeah, they're very sharp. I, like I might this. pick myself up one just because. Um, this t- tent cover is dripping all over me. Don't sit <laughs> under the dripping part. <laughs> but this is where we're recording. I'm just saying. Oh, we can move. No, we're good. I'm just... <laughs> uh, this canopy is just dripping all over me. All right. Okay. Anyway. That's pretty much been this weekend. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's dry, except at yeah. night when it gets dewy. Exactly, right? Um, and then that's so I like went back. To, I was in and out of the tent... Basically, slowly but surely working through the SR-72 issues and getting that ready, making sure the Spitfires were ready. Uh, Jesse, you then went in, like, the, what, 2 o'clock combat? I was in the 2 o'clock combat, uh, pretty much the same results. That was the second the second attempt on the same weak <laughs> motor, and it finally just never came back to life. We're like, yeah. okay, no, it's... Right, and then when you were done, I'm like, look, let's go back and just take the motor off, yeah. put a new one on, and let's get... And we did, and it... We and then we went it, back out and tested, tested it outside it. of combat, and it was great. Yeah, um, which is cool. So I was like, nice. All right, well, I'm gonna go. So do I don't have action. a volunteer shift tomorrow. I'll help out if I need to. Yeah. But I've got the day to build something and get that thing in combat. Right. Nice. I'm looking nice. forward to it. I remember uh, morning combat is what 10 o'clock or something like 11. that. 11. 11 o'clock. Because I got dawn patrol tomorrow. That's morning. right. They have dawn patrol, and that's what I was part of working on tonight was I brought a plane to put in Dawn Patrol, but I still had to put servos and stuff in it and hook up. Whatever. Anyway, so... <laughs> you skipped over the, the, the my favorite part of the day, though. Okay, so let's go back. I but mean, no, I'm just saying that that's, the Dawn Patrol tomorrow yeah, is... Yeah, I got it. I worked on some of that tonight. <laughs> we'll get into the most part. Okay, so the SR-72... Yeah, that. I, I fixed out the guts. I got all the control surfaces working. And then we went... Um, <laughs> We went and tested the CG. That was a big next step of that project. Yeah, I come up halfway and through this process like, what in the world? <laughs> so you're doing Anybody, the glide test. I'm the doing glide. the glide test, and I don't want to put a ton of weight on it, because if it does go bad and crashes, the less weight in the plane, the better, right? Yep. So I'm like, all right, let's. right, where's going to be the least amount is over the, over the nose? Like, what can we fit over the nose? Like, I know, a roll of tape. 
So we take a roll of tape and we tape it to the nose. No, you, no, this is a nearly full roll of the packing tape you would put on those like box sealing yeah, machines. Yep. So it's kind of heavy. Heavy. What's and the point? Bulky. And it, I started laughing right away because we were trying to get this tape roll on there, and it dawns on us. This is tape. <laughs> just, yeah, you're <laughs> sticking it on the nose, the pointy cone nose. Yeah, it tape. won't stay. It's just oh wait, tape. <laughs> tape right. So we we give it a quick toss, and it's very evident that it's um, it's tail it, heavy. It's tail heavy, so it's gonna go up and come around. It's like okay, so that didn't work out. Uh, did a little bit of damage, but we, that's fixable. So we say okay, we need more weight. And I look around, I'm like oh, we didn't forgot to bring any weight. So I'm like, ah, I know, I've got keys. You trying to balance keys? So, so I don't even tell Jesse what to do. I just, here, here's keys. some keys, put it on there. <laughs> like, like, stuff it in the, the tape roll. Like, and... What do I do with this? Oh, wait, tape. <laughs> exactly. So we literally tape it in with the tape. And it wasn't enough. Yeah, and it wasn't enough, and uh, but it was getting better. Getting better. And so we're like, okay, I've got a wallet. That, like, it's like a Costanza what, wallet. It we're weighs pulling like random things out. Like, what can we <laughs> tape to the nose of this airplane? I'm like, hey, this wallet should fit in between the tape roll and the nose. <laughs> should be fine. So he's like, oh yeah, okay. So we we jimmy rig it and then we get get it going, and awesome. sure enough, it's perfect. It's beautiful. And it just goes and it sails. It's not very far. You could tell it was a it was the kind of glide you want. It wasn't. Well, listing you up, build a glider. and it wasn't going down, right? Yeah, it's not a glider. But no, but it but it went flat. It it yeah, it's yeah, a, which is what you want in a glider. Exactly. It's a, it's a gently dumping brick. Yep. It's pretty much how it flies at slow flight. It's falling with style. That's it. I thought right. Thank um, you, Woody. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so so that was a success. Yes. And with that, we were able to determine where the CG is, which is where the wings kind of touch in with the main body. <laughs> Which is awesome. So we're good, and we have it on tape. So it really happened. It's on one of these phones. I've got it. Okay, good. Um, so yeah. Uh, so that was a big part of today for me. Uh, what about you, Joe? Well, what was actually the end of that? This is oh, like okay. this weight was lifted off. You was like, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a big weight. Yeah, and you had a couple people during glide tests, like walking by or riding by on their bikes, and they just hit the brakes. Whoa, is it happening? I'm like, chill, guys, it's good. It's just a glide test. Like, are we yeah. throwing? I'm like, I'm not going to fly it from out at, here. At this point, the entire camp is waiting for that maiden flight. I know. I know. I'm worried. No pressure. No pressure. It should no be No pressure. Well, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, I hope. I have a little bit of mixing to do with electronics, but I'm, I'm, it'll go tomorrow. Yep. Um, uh, what about What about you, Joe? Yeah. Um... Well, we got to meet a whole lot of new people, mm-hmm. or we, we saw some people we met yesterday, we met a couple more today, um, Mike was out there again, yep. uh, uh, spotting us, and I think Tinch came out to spot, Dave came out to see the Spitfire fly Mike in. Dave recently. Yep, Dave, Dave came out to have a look, and uh, he right. spotted for us, and I was I'm, spotting, you were spotting, and uh, Jesse was spotting, so we had right. enough spotters to get... You know, everybody but us up in the air, which is fine. Which is good. Um, and then, yeah, I maiden and had a bad maiden and doinked it and mm-hmm. had to do some uh, some stuff and work out my trims and all and got another flight on it uh, a little while later. And But you, you got it sorted out. Yeah, you you were with me on that one, which yeah. I had to... For, I'm, I'm glad you don't mind reaching across and 
putting trim in for somebody. No, no, no. That's sometimes the best way. I, I've already lost a couple birds by me trying to put in trim because it was that far off. And I'm like, yeah, if you need me to touch the trim, you just fly the thing. Make sure it doesn't crash and we'll help. Yep. Uh, and it works out. It's just, it's nice to, I'll I'll keep it, because I don't want to take my eyes off to look at the button. Yep. So Even if you don't, that's it's still, one. it's still tough to, to click the trim and keep the sticks in the right spot if you're having to, like, if it's squirrely. You know, I should really set up that Insta trim button. Yeah. That'd be great. I heard that's a feature. <laughs> it is a feature. <laughs> I, I have it. I, I, I don't use it. Right. But, but there's, you can set up on the radios that we have. Just flip the switch, and wherever your sticks are right now, like you're holding it steady, it becomes your that becomes trim. your trims. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which so. makes it much easier you to might fly. Have to do it a couple times to perfect, but yeah. Uh, so I got a few flights on the uh, the Spitfire, and each time got it dialed in more and more where I wanted mm-hmm. it. Um, and you you had a pretty aggressive prop on it for a little bit. Yeah, I got some props from Tinch, uh, eight by sixes. Yep. That were, and he had a uh, I, like I think he had eight by eight. That I was tempted to put he, on it. Yeah, he had a couple that were designed specifically for gassers, I think, for yeah. the old school motors. And that that eight by six was cooking as it was. That was moving. That was. I mean, it chewed up that airfield. Yeah. Um, and that that first flight you had that I had uh, the second maiden, so the second flight. Um, I was going to try to set it down on the runway because it was it was finally getting about where I wanted. Mm-hmm. This is the point of okay. It, it has flown. Let me get on the ground. Let my nerves recover. Let me take a break. Yep. And uh, I cut power because it just wasn't going to land where I, I, I couldn't get it on the airstrip. And I said, all right, let me just set it down. The beans are soft. And yep. I cut power, and it just flew and flew and flew. It did not want to come down nope. to the ground. Uh, and finally, it set down gently in the beans and got it. And, did another flight later and it and it flew nice i again didn't get it on the i have yet to land on the runway at this place i'm sorry to hear that it's okay um because it's a nice runway that's all it <laughs> is i mean some some of the guys were greasing landings and they just slide 20 feet or yeah. so it's awesome to watch that's but right. um something to practice when you're at home per your recommendation of so my horizontal and vertical stabilizers are all warped from the skinning process. It looked like a slight foam. It, it was something. So <laughs> I uh, I tried gluing a barbecue skewer under the, the length of the elevator. Yep. Just try to pull the curve out. And it, it pulled a little bit out, but not all of it. The, you gotta get it in there, hold it steady for a long time. Well, I took it, I sort of like, almost like spot welded it with hot glue. It was holding it in the position. Okay. But they, the, the skewer flexes. That's true, it does. So it, I got it as best I could, um, sent that out, was flying good. Um, I was happy with it. I got some decent flights with it. So did it fly better with the, did you do any bracing? It, just on the horizontal. Okay. So did, uh, did it fly better then? It did, okay. a little bit. A little bit. Like, like I said, by this point, I was largely getting it trimmed out. I went in and did some sub-trims individually on the aileron so mm-hmm. that they were positioned correctly, um, got the rudder lined up better, mm-hmm. uh, and just got it better and got it in the air and uh, flew it around for a while. And, you know, some nose ends and some, uh, at one point, my power pod came loose because 
the barbecue skewer from impacts was ripping the power pot as it was sliding forward. Okay. So I had to re redo that hole, but uh, ended up putting it in combat, which now I'm kind of wish I had waited for you for tomorrow. So we could have been in it together. It, but it really, like, I have a couple of the planes I want to just throw in the air. I don't know how many comments. I'm not going to, I don't know. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm glad you got into the combats. Like, yeah, the it, combats are fun. If you can fly in them, they're a riot. Yeah. And, and kayak spotted for me. Yep. Um, but by the time we got to, by the time we got to the airstrip to do combat, we were sort of like the last one walking up. Yeah. It was full. Like, way full. Full, full. There, I was kind of hoping I could tuck in the middle and they were shoulder to shoulder right so i had to go way down to the end and this was the seven o'clock yeah seven o'clock combat so the sun yeah, was last already one of the day. setting so had glasses on had my hat on but even then way down to the end a lot of the time i was looking into the sun so i was keeping it you mm -hmm. know where i wasn't staring into the sun but it had me way off on the end so i wasn't hanging out in the middle of it i was flying back out to me yeah looping wide and then kind of flying straight in straight into the swarm yep straight into a swarm and then oh dave spotted for me on a flight i just got okay. a random flight and, yeah nice uh, not dave mike okay uh, mike spotted for me that was nice he and i had a good time and then i spotted him mm -hmm. on his xl scout okay. um but then during combat it was just flying through the swarm and i was like oh i'm with me hanging out more to the side and diving in periodically i'm probably just i'm not trying to take anybody out i'm just trying to keep her in the air and yep. have a good time Every part of it yeah yep and at some point um i heard a little mm -hmm. as i saw <laughs> my plane get real close to somebody else's and i thought i had hit them like maybe i maybe i prop smacked them right yeah uh i didn't notice it initially which tells me the damage wasn't severe on the first on the hit but it it was enough and as i continued flying it just started not flying right okay um and the end of the, the the what actually happened was the prop was on the, the the prop hit was from the other guy and he chewed up part of my elevator. Okay. Um, that makes but, it hard to fly out here. It does. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's an important bit. Yeah. So by the time I land, or by the time I got on the ground, the elevator was half off. It would, probably would have been completely useless to me, except that that barbecue skewer <laughs> I clued in was kind of keeping it. Yeah. Yeah, but. I was like, man, this thing is just not responding right. <laughs> and Kayak says, uh, somebody hit your elevator. And I said, what? He said, yeah, I can see the light shining through when you're banking. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, that explains why it's not flying well. Okay. And I said, well, I'll keep it up there. I'll keep flying and see if I can make it through the combat and then do mm -hmm. repairs. Yeah. And uh, it just got worse and worse and worse. And finally I said, you know what, let me, let me set it down. I'll just do the repairs and it was bad trying to land it so i cut power let it come fairly steep in and knew that i would pull back hard and just try to float it down and set it and it ended up being a coming pretty nose down pull back and it just rotated and belly flopped oh no and the belly flop ripped the rudder off uh oh, man and then uh snapped the spitfire in half sideways oh it happened again yeah go figure Yay. You've already seen it. <laughs> but yeah, the same place. And, and you, you had the same response. You're like, I'm not going to repair this. This is no good. And I'm like, man, you give it to me for about 20 minutes, I'll get it fixed up. <laughs> you should see what people repair and put back in the sky for these combats, though. You I can know, fly it again. I know. And were you surprised by that, Jesse? 
not really, but watching it happen is like, okay, that's going to fly? Sure. And by golly, they, they do fly. <laughs> yeah. Some of them manage to fly pretty well. Yep. So uh, all the reinforcements I had done in the wings and all didn't do me any good because it was an elevator strike that took yeah. me out. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, get him in the tail. That's the only way. <laughs> but, yeah. Yep. But that's it, not easy either. That was a pure luck shot, I'm sure. It was a really good time. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't think I, I don't think I'm gonna have time tomorrow to get the the other Spitfire built and into combat. So you could probably cut out a new elevator and he's, rudder. And he's got one. He was just holding. I wasn't out of motor. I did. You could probably just yeah, put in the servos. Got a spare. Apparently. I actually have the servos. I just mean, cut off okay. the back end of your plane and glue it on the behind. Oh my god, you could do that. You could do that. I could. You'd have to put in the servos though. So. Uh, after all <laughs> that, good. after all that was done, uh, I started tinkering around again with my uh, tiny whoop, which I hadn't talked about yet. But I bought a tiny whoop. Ooh, yep. We're gonna have races around my house when you come visit. Yeah. Well, I gotta get it flying right first. So I, I went yeah. over to the tiny whoop tent, mm-hmm. and it was like, hey. So did you meet Jesse Perkins? So he, Jesse Perkins, is like the Mister Mister Tiny Whoop. He's like the uh, guy who invented it. He's, he sells the product. That's his product. Maybe. Much. I, I met. Uh, He's a tall, thin dude. Yeah, I think I met him. I probably met we, him. We, you saw him last year, but you probably met him this year. Yeah, probably, that was he probably He runs him. the races. He does the, yeah, he does the yeah, show. He, he, he came over and was trying to help me. And he's looking at it like, I, it's bound. It just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, your channels are in the wrong order. And I flipped them around and. No, they were in the right order to begin with, because then I couldn't even get the the on-screen menu. So I mm-hmm. I could dial in uh, my can uh, my goggles into the the feed from my tiny whoop, mm-hmm. and you can act do a uh, stick combo and access the right. the menu. Yeah, that's how it's set up. Yeah, but I couldn't get it to arm. I couldn't get it to fly or do anything. And I put my name into the race, but then had to step over and say, look, I got to bow out because I can't get her flying. Right. Brought it back, trying to figure everything out. It's the inverter. Yeah, that's his inverter. Let me go shut that off real quick, and then we'll continue. Hold that okay. for a second. Here, hold my beer. Yeah, don't don't pause. I'll be right back. I can edit it out. Save. You got power. Yeah, I'll save it. I hear you, I hear you, I'm coming. <laughs> well, Jesse, why don't you talk about what you did today? Well, I think I kind of have throughout this minute. The combats. I well, did the... Were you building a flurkin? Oh, I forgot about the flurkin. Yeah, you, you, I think you bought a flurkin, didn't I you? I bought a flurkin yesterday. Uh, it was my plan to, to have a, another plane to work on Ouch. while I kind of do the combats with the scout. And the flurkin is a great, really cool looking aircraft yeah and i don't know if i'm gonna finish it oh you know we we went out to the what the flurkin fly in yeah yeah, yeah. would you and think after watching all those launches? they're still great um I'm, i'll be nervous just like any maiden flight but launching it like a frisbee is going to be exciting yeah uh honestly you... i just kept do finding uh, people to watch people to help there's so much going on uh spotting for people that i can't just sit down and build I mean, honestly, you guys know me when we're doing our build channels and I'm at home. I don't build while I'm talking to people. No. Uh, so I will. I may get it done. Yep. 
in time to take it home. I don't Maybe. know. We'll see. Maybe. But I don't have to work tomorrow. I mean, or volunteer or whatever. So I may have some time to focus on that. Yeah. You might. Yeah. Oh, back to me? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, welcome. Joe's back sitting down with us, so. Yeah. Um, so, came back, um, had to download uh, the EMU flight configurator. Yeah, EMU flight. EMU flight. Very exciting. Yeah. So, what I found out is... EMU fly. EMUs, I heard sometimes if they're in the right situation. Like, they have four motors. Huh. I just thought it'd be kind of hilarious to get a flight program that your mascot can't fly. But maybe they... Okay, I'm sorry. Just I don't know. One of those things. But it is a bird. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, y'all got me all off track now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what time it is, you, the, Yeah, yeah it, this is this is the comedy hour with Jess and Matt. <laughs> Watch out. Anyway, so I got I got the thing downloaded, and what it came out to be was even though I had set the channels that I thought were correct, the arming channels wrong, the way I was looking for aux okay. uh, controls. So, so you had to reset how those were yeah, situated. Yeah, I had to get into configurator and switch that around. And then it armed it, recognized. But originally I put the motors in, the motors and the props into the, the tiny whoop. And then I thought they were backwards, and so I pulled them and reversed them. But once I got it to arm and fly, it, the whoop would go straight up. It would just start spinning in circles, and I had no control. So now I'm thinking I actually had my motors right the first time, so I just swapped them back. Okay. But all the batteries are dead, so I can't test it yet. Right. It looks um, like you have one ready, but the other ones are still charging. Right. And and the difficulty, like, they're supposed to be bind pretty much and fly. There's, mm-hmm. there's videos on it, but I bought the FT Tiny Whoop SE from the shop. Great right. value. I'm, I'm great with it. The Whoop, the, uh, you know, the, the quad, the camera, everything for... Um, like $85 or something. Right, I under 100 few, I think. Yep, bought a few batteries for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have some fun. But their setup process is very simple if you buy the transmitter that they want to sell alongside it. Which okay. is good for them that it's you know quick and easy in that regard. Right. But if you're trying to do it with like my Radio Master, it's more involved. Um and so there's been a process trying to get that flying. So I might have it flyable for tomorrow night's whoop races. But it's just been a, an adventure, to say the least, so far. I bet. Did you learn new things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I was going to be uh, serial porting into my <laughs> tiny whoop <laughs> to, to do some stuff. But, yeah, if you're going to get this thing and buy the, the little gamepad controller that flies it, great if you're not and you're going to try to use your open tx or something just know you're going to have to go in and configure stuff and be test it okay you know okay. when it's in the configuration you can you can see what what because it'll still if you get the battery hooked up to it you'll still receive you still have it bound and um and, and receive the information just you see what it's doing and oh i gotta flip this around and move this and so i'm getting there Okay. Well, even with all of that, I mean, I don't have any little quads. And the tiny whoops are intriguing. They're they look fun. They look easy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, sometimes they're not. But I still want one. I think it's still something that eventually I, I'm gonna have to get one. 
Yeah. Yeah, you'll have, I'm guessing you'll have fun. You'll be setting up a couple gates, and you'll be zooming around your house. Because yeah, the, they're, they're set up to be mostly indoor. Sure. The only thing keeping me right now is I have no FPV gear, which you guys have, so it wasn't quite as big a, a right. jump in. I would I would have to get everything, and I'm not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. Well, at this point, if you bought the tiny loop, all you would need to do is buy some goggles. Yeah. Because you've got three cell batteries. Like if you got the 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 goggles I got that Matthew got me, which are the, the Cyclops, I think, they take a three cell battery and they got the adapter to tie it in to power it. Um, so you could do that, and I think Matt, you picked those goggles up probably on sale the cyclops were on sale and it was an amazing price so if you watched the uh, hobby king for the cyclops you might be able to get those they a great starter okay um you you may want to upgrade later but yeah, you'll no, be able to have a good time with them for a while i'm sure they're no fat sharks it, but. <laughs> um I, look so i've got this guy's own o2s zero twos or whatever they're called um and i did a comparison honestly they were pretty close i think the difference was when they cut out, they cut out differently. Uh, Sky Zones went to, uh, they went to fuzz more often than they, uh, the other ones went to black sometimes, and that that kind of is like, ooh. but otherwise their picture quality was comparable. They have a DVD, a DVD, DVR, and they have uh, diversity, both of them. Yeah. So I mean, it was really, I mean, for a hundred and eighty dollar price difference, okay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's something yeah. to consider, but just know that they're they're low end stuff. Like it's thirty five dollars reason. I think not on sale. They're about ninety. They're still reasonable. And box kind of I get my whoop up and running and working properly tomorrow. You can slap the spare goggles on and ride yeah. along. Yeah. And uh, you know, take a look. It's great. And what what I liked about it is apparently a couple kids out there had some. Uh, certain whoops that were uh, band locked um, so you got bands and then the channels within the bands for their videos <laughs> oh that's that water running <laughs> it just jumped foot and a half jeez alright you okay yeah I'm good so right. so many kids got uh, these whoops that you, you got bands and then channels within the bands and they were locked to the B band but it looks like uh, the the flight test tiny whoop SE that I picked up has access to all the bands um, and then all it's, the channels. It's within pretty close, yeah. And you'll have to just choose. Uh, it's actually really interesting how they have the FPV set up here. So they set up basically the left and right side of the field have a series of like six or eight chairs, and I think it's six because they're they're six. reserving two channels. They're reserving two channels, I think eight and two because eight and seven. Or, Okay, I, you clearly know a little bit more about it than I do. <laughs> I was listening to the, uh, the announcement. Seven they're using for troubleshooting, and eight they're using for their own FPV platforms to fly around and watch stuff. Okay, yeah, and that makes perfect sense, and that way you can have one through six and do the thing you need to do. And basically the way they set it up so that way you don't have to have a big monitoring system is if you're sitting in the chair, the number in front of you, that's the channel you're on. And you're you're in earshot of all the other people who are doing FPV near you. Yeah. Otherwise, you're on the other side of the whole place. Um, so it, it's a pretty clever way to set it up where you don't need to have, I don't know, some sort of board system and a, a monitor Gestapo and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Um. Yeah, we've been going for a minute now. Um, 
anything else exciting? Thanks, sure. Yeah. I'll take the blame on that, yeah. sure. Well, for now. <laughs> so, um, oh, we got to watch Yo, the... We missed, you're missing one really important part to the end of the night. Oh, what's that? Building biplanes by karaoke. Oh, well, that's oh, your God. story. Wow. <laughs> From my point of view, I'm over here with, with Joe, and I realize that Matt is trapped... <laughs> in this tent, it's it's the stem tent where he was building. Right, and so all it, of a sudden I realized there's karaoke coming out of this tent. He missed that announcement. No, 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 not entirely. But we were doing Dawn Patrol stuff. Everybody brought the Dawn Patrol planes in. They were kind of working on them and getting them. I'm like, that's a great idea. Let me go get mine. And and I brought it in. And you know, Dan Spons was in there, who kind of started at that Wilma Racer, which is a uh, Joshua Orchard and. Uh, no, wait, I'm getting that back. I mean, Joshua Orchard, um, Wilma Racer, and Spons were in there with Keegan was there. And he, he's in our, they're, they're in our Discord server. They yeah. say hey all the time. So it's great to really meet him face-to-face and chat. And then, <laughs> so I'm building away. And they're like, dude, are you going to get this done by the night? You think you have it ready by tomorrow? I'm like, not by dawn, but, you know, it should be ready. And he's like, okay, cool, that's great. So we're all working on our stuff. They're, like Keegan was building a Scout from scratch, a Scout XL. Um, and they're, you know, just chatting or whatever, and all of a sudden, karaoke starts up. And I realized <laughs> I have a lot more to do on my plane. And then we were thinking about, I was thinking, like, well, I could move. It's kind of a pain in the butt. I'll just bear with it. Karaoke was bad. Oh, easy now. I mean, it was karaoke. So isn't that almost well, within the definition? I'm I'm sitting across the camp here and I can't tell what song they're singing that's pretty bad part of it is I can't hear the music from You're... this distance and just hear the voices but what I and what I noticed well, also I had like Merv uh, who had helped me out with SR71 like the linking some of the things in properly he was tr- helping troubleshoot a friend of Tim's and I'd met him earlier um, I've, I've seen him on the forums he and I were talking about some stuff but basically you know, when they rolled in, they were ready to have fun. I think they were each a couple sheets to the wind. It was everybody's having a good time. The singing was no. the singing was awful, but the fun was big. Honestly, yeah. the 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 crowd watching the singer was doing a lot of the singing. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know, but the, maybe the singer wasn't having much. Uh, it, it looked like a blast in there. Yeah, they were having they were having their kind of fun. They were, they were enjoying it. So. We, I was trying to get the build done. It was bad singing, by, <laughs> by my account. Um, but it was they were having fun. That's part of the fun. That was a part of it. Well, you also got to go... Uh, we got to go out and see uh, Jack Nisgoda fly oh, the, yeah. uh, the Black Widow for a few minutes. Yep, Jack Nisgoda and Steve came by and said, Hey, check out the P-61 we finished up. And apparently, uh, you know, Jack does the design. He does the build, so fly him. But uh, his dad paints them and takes photos. Well, he did an amazing paint job on that P61. Yeah, he did. And he did like the nose art by hand. He did. He did that. that oh, was, that's impressive. I haven't seen this. Yeah, um, yeah, it's impressive. Uh, and he did the windows. The windows turned out really well. Like, yeah. It's it's just. And then of course watching Jack fly. Like I, I should put my controller down now. <laughs> yeah. I mean that kid is really talented. It's really cool. Yeah, I forgot. Almost forgot about that. Any, so, anything else big and exciting today? 
Peter's, I'm sure I've missed something. Peter Cerebral's building a giant plane, and it's steadily making headway. I saw that. I, th- I think it's going to be... I don't remember. Well, the idea, I heard, is he wants to put that into combat with the title Giant Plane versus 100 Little Planes. Right. And can we take it down? Yes. He's pretty confident that he's not going to get hurt. I don't think so. It's too massive. It is very massive. There, the are, a, are... there are a few weak points. Yes. And there were a couple... Uh, I, there were a couple people in there uh, scheming on ways to take him down. <laughs> There is uh, one gentleman building what is going to be a fantastic-looking sea turtle airplane. Okay. Sea duck? Or? No, a sea turtle. Like, literally a shell, front legs, back legs, <laughs> neck, sea turtle. <laughs> and nice. then he started talking. It's like, I wonder if I can carry up a net and drop it over and find up a few of the props or something. So they're scheming. They're trying to find ways to bring oh, down wow. this big plane. I would say that it doesn't sound fair, but at the same point, that's the game, so... Right. Well, when you're taking a plane that size up... It is massive. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be, what, 35, 30-something I mean, foot wingspan. Yeah, yeah at that point, he's, he's swinging wooden props that are not going to break on the, the and other And, yeah, the fuse is made out of, you know, inch-thick, dense styrofoam. Yeah. yeah. XPS. Yeah, I don't know what it extruded, is. Extruded polystyrene. The, the insulation foam you have in your house. Okay. I'd put money on he doesn't take the lawn dog challenge at the end of the, the combat. No, probably not. Although the... Uh, if it survives that long. Well, my plane might. Anyway, go ahead. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a spectacle we'll talk about tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Yep. We'll worry All about right. that tomorrow. Well, this one went long, but there was, there was a lot of exciting stuff. And we got to yep. meet... Again, see some more familiar faces. And I met a lot of people. Others. I met a lot of people in the STEM tent and around, just talking. Who are like just new, and they, you know, I just mentioned about being a host of a podcast or just like, hey, there's a thing, and they're very receptive. And some of the guys signed on right away. So it was a hi, Aaron, uh, Keith, and Dave. I think uh, I was talking about at dinner, and just because we were sitting down near each other. It's, I don't know, it's just nice. It's nice to be able to talk to people, meet up. Oh, I met up with a guy that I saw last year. And he's like, dude, you're the guy with the with the butter knife. I'm the butter knife guy to him. Uh, <laughs> but he listens to the podcast, and his, his uh, girlfriend was there with the, she's a vet tech. And they, no, they were just catching up. It was nice. So okay. it was good. It's been a good day so far. Good day today. All right, well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up for tonight. All right, good night. <laughs> oh, just that quick. That a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we'll continue this tomorrow. Matt's tired. Let's yeah, let's right. sit for a second. Yeah. Say, we'll do it all this time. Okay, we're recording. All right. Cool. And we'll just see where it goes. I'll put it up there. Oh, we can. I'm gonna put it up here. All right, there it goes. Oh, dark, oh, dark thirty again. Just sitting on <clears throat> sitting on top of the shaving kit. Just remember to project. All right. Uh, do I have to? Yes. Okay, so where, where were what we? Time is it Talking about Dawn Late? Patrol being at dawn? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. So, right, I, we're, we were talking about working last night about it on the Dawn Patrol plane. Well, we ran into spawns after, I don't know what, and I'm like, hey, he spawns, a, what's the deal with the uh, Dawn Patrol thing? Are we doing that yet? And it was like 10 o'clock, I think the first combat maybe. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. 11 o'clock. 11, I don't remember. <laughs> time has been an amorphous thing. Time is thing. weird today. And he said, uh, he goes, yeah, we. We did that already. Um, like dawn. And I'm like, was it really at dawn? It's like, well, okay, maybe eight. But yeah, it pretty much 
Dawn Patrols at dawn. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess so. He said, well, I was sleeping really good, so I chose that instead. Said, well, we got nope. something at 1130. And uh, so, but I ended up getting in a conversation with a full-scale pilot and, and a full-scale instructor and missed that, too. That was Jeez. the World War One flight, right? Yeah, it was a World War One like a oh, streamer, 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 streamer combat. And I was like, I just completely missed it, too. And I was like, ah, oh. afterwards, I was like, darn. Oh, well. So, did you fly the No, because I was about to pick it up and fly it, and then the bottom wings got all wobbly, and I said, forget it. I'm done. Okay. I'll, I'll build it. I took it apart, I'll build it again, and fly it in my home field. I, I'll fly it. Yeah. There'll good, be a video good. of it. But I mean, we did get it, some good flying instead. Yeah, we did. Yeah, there's more awesome things that happened today than that, so... Uh, there was yeah, so, a lot happened today. So the World War One stuff did not happen for me. Is all. That's how it started today. Oh, well, <laughs> it my, didn't happen for me. My day started by getting up, eating that delicious breakfast sandwich you made for me. Yeah, yeah that's. Is that the one we dropped? No, I'm kidding. Five second rule: he's just still in the tent. He doesn't know. Oh, that's the one with the ants cooked in it. Oh, right. Oh, delicious! I was wondering what that was. Yeah, the extra little flavor. That's right. I, th- I thought have... it had a little extra kick to it. We didn't have salt and pepper, so we had to do something. Yep. <laughs> no, my. I mean, my day started off. I got up, had that sandwich, and mm-hmm. pittered around for a little bit, and then had to hop on the cart for my ten uh, thirty. Uh, yeah, I think golf cart trip. You got up at like nine. You know, Jesse and I were up for the for the morning the volunteers meeting. No, for the not quite. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw a couple of them coming in when I got up, but well, yeah. I could not have been up that early because we never finished editing the episode that went out this morning. So oh, yeah, we didn't. I, I mean, was, you did. I was down in that tent. Uh, the build tent. Yeah, I didn't. So your yeah. day started with editing the podcast, then going to bed. Yeah. Well, and then even as I was editing the podcast, uh, a fella come up to me and was talking to me. And he's like, I keep pulling you away. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. You know, I was like, I got to go through all this anyway. He's like, you, you're you young. You should get some sleep. Take care of yourself. <laughs> but all that said, I, I got it all edited, exported. And while I was exporting, I carried the laptop back over here while I was exporting actually climbed in the bed yeah it was laying there while it was exporting it drifted off and i woke up and oh it finished exporting let me upload it so mm-hmm. it uploaded and uh while it was processing i ended up falling asleep woke up oh it's done processing okay and then i was able <laughs> to put it up and finally it's fantastic yeah you know, okay it's like i don't remember hitting the submit or the publish button this morning but it, you ha- it happened. but the episode went up oh, somehow I, you should have well, well, one of us is. Well, I'm not driving. I'll have to publish it to Facebook and let people know. I completely <laughs> forgot to do that. Yeah, you're normally three or four days behind anyway, so oh, it's okay. Oh, get out of town. That's usually <laughs> midday. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, you, what? So, you got something from the air today? Oh, who are you talking about? You? I, oh, me? Yeah. You got, you got something up. So yeah. this whole trip, I'm like working on this SR72. It's been perched on this table. It's long and taking up the whole table and people are coming over and commenting and I'm like we did the glide test last night so I'm like we need to finish this and get it going so I start I get an extension because I had to figure out how to place the battery yep um so I'm they have a 
a hobby shop basically and there's a guy who's like I'll do stuff solder stuff for you I'm like cool you do that while I do this combat or whatever it was um, and then when we were done I think I was spotting uh, our neighbor Ethan um, with his brown Betty or whatever the, oh and when it went down yeah. no well no before that when he was flying with the Nice Goders oh okay so the Nice Goders came out Jack and, and uh, Steve and Ethan went out there with his 20 uh, 200 scale so the two times blow up of it and then they took a bunch of pictures and they did a, a flyby and did a whole circuit and then a ton of pictures and it was wild success he could have flew that thing for an hour his battery is like an 18 amp hour battery God. that's like it's ridiculous it's like made for a lawnmower or it's, something yeah it's know. made for something, something <laughs> massive and or like a giant drone like a like a yeah. big one so he had that flying around, and he was just tooling it around the sky and had a good old time. It looked so great. Yeah, it looked great. So I, I helped him do that while they were making that lead. So when the lead was done, I put it in, I got it all set, and um, I started spinning up the motors, and at 50% throttle, the left motor, for whatever reason, would either hit something and it would stutter or whatever, but it would never really go much past 50%. And But that's a lot of... That's a lot of thrust on a 6S. So I was like, okay, maybe this is enough. But I was trying to figure out how to put wheels. And I'm like, I don't know. And then Jesse's like, you know. <laughs> Sorry. I just remember that part of the conversation. What did you tell me, Jesse? I said, I said you know, you should just get somebody to, to, to run underneath it and toss it. How did, did you put it like somebody or just somebody? No, no, I said that first. And then, I, then it dawned on me. It's like, wait, that's somebody's me, isn't it? <laughs> and, oh, well. He's like, oh, that's probably going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> It right. was. I'm like, would you mind? Yeah, no. And you said, no, I'll do it. I'll look silly, but okay. Well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, Steve Nisgoda got an awesome action shot of you releasing it. Oh, oh good. Oh, I'd like nice. to see that. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing some of the photos that people were taking. You looked amazing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you looked like a rock star. Uh, no, it was nerve-wracking because I know all the effort put into that thing, and I'm like, I'm going to fall on my face and land on it, and it's gun done, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt says you look like a rock star. I say you look like you tripped on a rock. But right. That's what I was expecting to happen. No, it, it was, was a good picture. Yeah. So we, we kind of got the attention of the announcer, and I said, hey, do we have a bunch of things coming up, or like, do we have a little bit of time? He's like, no, we've got some time. I said, well, I've got the SR-72. I said, I, I announced it to the built tent that I was in, because everybody's been coming by. I said, but they're not the only ones who've seen this thing and been asking about it. So would you mind making an announcement? So he said, hey, I'd like to talk to everybody. Matt's going to tell you, you know, this guy's going to tell you about this new project. I'm like, oh, crap, not me again. I don't want to be it. Okay, I'm on the mic. MC Matt. Right. So then I, you know, put on my podcast hat and uh, start just explaining what's going on with it. And uh, we get a bunch of people. How many people are out there? About 20? At least, yeah. No, there was more than that. There was a, quite a crowd came out to watch that. So there was a, quite a crowd to see the, <laughs> whatever oh. happened with this project, right? So I, I get everything set up, and I tell Jesse, okay, go for it. And then I realized <laughs> I had my throttle cut on. So and I, I'm like, no, I start running with this plane, and he's like, wait. I'm like, oh. Because he was about to toss it. I was about point. to just, oh. So I was like, no, no, no. He's like, okay. So he holds, he holds back. I flip the throttle. Okay, now go. And he's like, okay. Are you sure this time? <laughs> he runs and he tosses it. And I kick it on and I bring it up to 50% because I know if I go any more, 
it's gonna start skipping. It's gonna start skipping and do some weird stuff, and then I lose throttle basically. And so, at fifty percent throttle, that thing basically hovered over the beams uh, at the same height for uh, a long while. But I was able to have full control. I wasn't really. I was just trying to debate: should I try to climb? Or is it going to slow down and then dump into the beans nose first like a dart? And I was like, well, you know what? It's working really good, but I keep coming down. I'm like, let's just back it off and we'll let it call it success. And so I was pleased because that was proof of concept. It flies. I hope someone got a picture of you because you, you went from like concentration to giddy, glowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I got it on camera. Dumb, big it, dumb grin. It was... <laughs> It was good. And a nice round of applause and yeah, cheers. It was nice, yeah. It yeah. Was, well, I barely heard I was too busy grinning. <laughs> uh, no, it, it it flew. Yeah. It just was, needs more power. It needed more power, and that was about it. But it proved it can do it. Yeah. So and if if the motors hadn't been stuttering or whatever that issue was, yeah, well, I which know I know what, you'll eventually figure it I'll out. I'll figure it out. Like, it would have flown beautifully out the gate. I, yep. I think it might have been, like, the... The, the cowl I built is pretty, like, it's really just to be a shroud, not a structural component. And these things pull hard. So I think they were flexing, and when they were flexing, things were happening. It may have been turning the motor, and it was yep, grabbing. Yeah, it was grabbing, and it was doing weird things with this. The timing was getting off. I don't know. It's tough to tell. So, But it flew. But it flew, and it flew well. So I'm really excited about that. Well, good. Um, <laughs> that was then, an exciting piece. What about, who else... What did you start your day with, Joe? Uh, again, I hopped on the golf cart. And, oh, yeah. oh, you started doing your volunteer shift. Yep, yep. I did my volunteer shift, and then when that was over, uh, I had some lunch, and then I think I was just kind of calling it an easy day. So okay. I came, I came back to camp, and some I probably walked around, and talked to some folks for a bit, and then I sat down here at the camp. It was just chilling. I was going to work on my tiny whoop some more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I happened to look over and saw you guys carrying the, the SR-72 out. And I said, oh, it looks like it's that time. So I shot over there. And yeah, then, so they're going, where's Joe? Where's Joe? I need to, I'm trying to find your number in my phone. I can't seem to, it's not making sense to me. And, it's all I, good. I, I look I, up and I'm like, there's Joe. Yeah, here he goes. All right, we can do this. And I looked over to my left and I saw uh, Steve with his camera coming over. Steve needs to go to. He's coming. I'm like, cool. Okay, this is everybody. I think everybody's here. But there's a lot of people like, you need to tell me about it. And I'm like, I don't. Dude, I don't know, man. I'll do my best. So, yeah. You know, I wind up coming back to camp and working on my, um, working on my tiny whoop some more. And uh, I think I might have dozed in this chair for a short period. <laughs> but then I worked on a tiny whoop for a while a few minutes and finally I said you know what I'm hanging up the hat I need help yeah I walked over to the other build tanks I knew FPV guys were over there and I sat down with the FPV coalition guys and got them to give me a hand one of the fellas and do you remember his name I don't okay I don't. I'm okay, so sorry. I'm so sorry to those guys because those two. Yeah. Of them. Hey, look, this goes for anybody who were who, who like we haven't mentioned. Like we're just cutting handed into muggins. We just forgot. Sorry. Yep, I, I do good to remember the names. I do. Um, right. And there's just okay. So that, you were talking to the FP Coalition guys. Yeah, yeah. And long story short, on that one, he he went through and tried to get connect to his computer and this that. So you look at it and. 
it was doing wonky stuff. And what it came down to was there was a uh, power issue. It could have been a uh, a break in the wire internally, or he said maybe you had a cold solder on one of the power joints okay. that was causing it to be intermittent. And it was just, it worked fine out of the box, but then as you worked at some, it just wasn't making contact anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I went through, okay. I went to the FT store, um, kind of let them know, hey, look, this one had a bad power connector. Um, everything is in the box. Everything that came with is in the box, minus the plastic that it was parts were in. I said, do you mind if I just, you know, swap it for a new one? Um, and they were more than happy to let me swap it out. That's good. Get a new one. I got it built, and then I carried it straight over to the tent to the FPV guys and got another got a different guy to give me a hand and he was actually impressed with how far I made it in that process mm. because it was oh, cool. it it was not a simple bind and fly because working with the radio master and open TX there's a get, couple things you have to do right yeah it's not just buying the transmitter that they sell alongside it for the easy go okay so we worked with it and then he he went through and calibrated and he right. ran into my transmitter and yeah because it it's touchy if you don't like set the throttle range or yeah he, he work went, on the pits so that they're not so crazy responsive right and he yeah. went through and he di he dialed in all my limits so that they were max and min the full range on all my on all my um, uh, various controls and. Then we set up the switches for the acro mode and the arming, and mm -hmm. I gotta find the turtle mode. It wasn't labeled as such, but if it winds up upside down, so it'll kick it over. Yep. I gotta find out what function that is in Emu Flight. Okay. Because um, that, that's what that, that's what that brand of uh, of quadcopter uses is Emu Flight. Yeah, Emu Flight. Although I've, I found out Emu Flight is a branch of beta flight yep and so i should be able to flash beta flight on it if i you, wanted to you may not want to because i, I think they they chose emu flight because it works best on that platform right and there was, there was some discussion in the tent about well emu flight is better for bigger things uh beta flight is good for those but also the smaller things but then the guy that was working with me said i said well that i could flash beta flight onto this that you know, some point when I get home, and he said, "Yeah, I flashed Beta Flight onto it, but it just didn't work as well, mm. and ended up flashing Emu Flight back onto it." So okay. there's that. But I'm, it's it's working. He he dialed in and set some some uh, expo and some limits, and you know, basically to turn the controls down a little bit for me where he liked it. So we copied his profile over okay. to mine. Cool. And uh, we... That's a big step ahead. It is. And it should give you a lot of... A, a good chance of success. Yep. And so I, I really haven't done any flying with it, but I'll, I've got it for home. And maybe next year I can do the the, the whoop races. Because mm -hmm. just seeing after he handled it and flew it and it had good control, and then I picked it up and immediately tried to handle it, and it flew to the sky and then fell to the floor and... I said, okay, I'm not going to be able to do the whoop races. i got to have practice. Right. Um, well, well speak, before we go too far, Jesse, we, I don't know that we covered it last night, but this is you probably heard about the tiny whoop races. What did you think of actually seeing the tiny whoop race? I looked excited, actually. I mean, you've got this 
tent full of all sorts of flash and lights and glitter and disco balls, disco balls and <laughs> gates and tunnels and and actually what impressed me is just the sophistication of it. I mean, I think it was tracking the things as they went around and the gates yeah. went through. Yep. So, so what they said was a new feature this year was that the gates would recognize the individual whoops that went through it and you were racing your own time. Yeah, it was saying the, the people's names that of uh, the whoop that would go through and it looked like a lot of fun. It, um, you know, I'm real close to you know, taking that leap and trying it myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost tempted to be like, okay, we're getting tiny whoops on the way out. <laughs> well, I thought you had a tiny whoop-like I, I've thing. I've got a lot of tiny whoop-like things. It's not a tiny whoop. Uh, well, go get you a tiny whoop. Oh, boy. And Jesse, go get you a tiny whoop. I may have to. Go get a tiny whoop. And it will get okay. really good, so yeah. we'll be trying to smoke each other in the, in the race. And here's the thing. Now that I've been through the process, I can walk y'all through how to get it set up on the radio master or the jumper okay yeah because i think we we have either or so yeah you've got the four and one module right i have both of them yes. yeah yeah it should set up mostly the same yeah yeah so i've got that um yeah and then i just chilled and um got some uh i don't think i mind saying we got we were able to get uh some free uh, I won't say sample kits, but for whatever reason, there were just for the volunteers some boxes of la of laser cut kits that I don't know what's wrong with them, if anything, that maybe they weren't, they they said they didn't have them in inventory and they were just looking to, so for volunteers. Kind of taking up space that they don't have anything tracked for them, so yep. let's so get them out. Got let's some of those. Those will be coming home with me. And, yeah. Uh, those one Fine. of the perks of volunteering. Yep. So volunteer, and you can, uh, you know, you can get yourself some yeah. nice stuff sometimes. Generally, it makes it worth your while. It depends on what you want to do, but if you're here to meet people. So Jesse, we were talking about that earlier, kind of reflecting back on like, you know, what what were you glad about doing? This is your first one, first time here. At, at flight test, flight fest. Sorry, <clears throat> and you were wondering like what, you know. What was worthwhile? What would you do again? You know, what would you recommend if you're new? Uh, certainly, yeah. This is my first time here, and it's initially a little overwhelming. There are these giant tents filled with people very enthusiastic about building anything. And a lot of different disciplines. Like I said, you got the, the FPV stuff and all the other things. But I came in... Um, really looking forward to getting involved mm -hmm. and as a new first timer here I, I highly recommend doing that be a volunteer because you're not going to find a faster way to really get a feel for the place meet the people and get in, engaged right like if you're on the carts you meet the people who are coming in during the day and they're going back and forth from their car and or campers who need to bring things to this or that you know Yep, so you're meeting those people. And you, you were doing build tent. Yeah, I chose, uh, well, on the, when you sign up, you can choose kind of your preferences. Right. And, and I, they'll, I, they'll pick you where you, they need you. But. Yeah, you might not get your preferences, but, uh, and you don't have to be good at anything, really. Uh, the volunteers are, you know, help out where you can or know who to ask to connect people. Okay. I went to the build tents and mostly 
there's two high range, high level safety issues. You know, don't spin up the props and chop your fingers off, and don't leave your batteries charging right. unattended. Those are the two big things you'd look out for. But other than that, uh, I walked around and talked to people. What are you working on? How? What do you, do you need help? And I, oh, I need this mm-hmm. connector here. Well, I would go get a connector because I usually had a couple. Or, uh, or, or I, I've got this say, battery. I don't know how. Does to... anybody have a the connector exactly. for the thing? This guy's almost uh, there. Or there was a gentleman that had a brand new uh, kit. It, he got a battery, and it came with this like USB charger that would take eight to ten hours to charge the thing. I'm like, I'm sure someone in this tent has a charger we can use. So we we'll go do a lot that faster. Sort of, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I talked to everybody. Yeah. And I don't normally do that. I mean, you don't have to be that extroverted, outgoing. I'm not. But there's something about being in that environment that changes that. Yep. It's, it's very welcoming. And for anybody that's new or first time out here, any kind of volunteering will, I think, will yep. give you a better experience. Even in the STEM tent, you got a bunch of young families that are really kind of checking out what the deal is. It's free, so it's a way to build like a little small truck glider that's doesn't cost anybody anything to kind of get their feet wet. Yep. And so these are a lot of people who are like, I don't know about this, we're just checking it out. And they go through the process and go, wow, that was awesome. And you see they're like, their kids' eyes are lit up, or even as parents, they're interested and engaged. And they're more, or they're just excited about being together and doing a thing that everybody's enjoying. Yeah. Right? And it's that's just so rewarding to see. And you're just kind of help them along the process with the parts that they may not have gotten on their own. And it's smooth. And, I mean, I can't tell you how many young kids I saw with those easy flyers. Yeah. Or they, of, of whatever the sort place. they built. And they would put them in the combats and roll them around with everybody else. It was a lot of fun to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. There was a lot of these first-time little kids with the easy packs. These little tiny planes getting blown around by, and next to a giant plane. Just the same. Yep. And they were, and everybody was having a blast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Good, have a good old time. So, um, so, yeah, volunteer if you can. I'm sorry. You were... I'm trying to, that was a, it was not a sidetrack, but it was like. No, you were just asking me my first impressions and and what I would do differently or the same. Or just for like, if you're new, you haven't been here and you're interested, when you come, volunteer. The perk is in the past. And again, you know, oftentimes they will make sure that it's worth your while. Perks aside, I mean, I did it for the experience. Right. Uh, I have. Personally, I have worked in fairs before, okay. and it has well, yeah, um, kind of like the education, so like the family side of it, where you've got the mm-hmm. the juggler and the whatever and the the science table. That's what I was right. doing, and then and uh, in the livestock section. Yeah, yeah, whatever. over that side of the fair, I, and it felt a lot like that—a very kind of community family, especially like you see the FFA. That's a good stuff. way to describe it. That it's a fair kind of atmosphere. Exactly. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of opportunities to get involved, to do something, and just have fun. And it, yeah. Well, and you're you're making you're helping make other people's visit as enjoyable as you want your own to be. Oh, as a volunteer, yeah. Yeah, as a volunteer, Absolutely. because just riding around on the cart, easiest gig in this place, but it's a night and day difference. For some people, they 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 pull up out there. They're way out there at the end of the field. Going like, oh my yeah, gosh, this, the scale of the place took me a long way. Surprised me. A yeah, little bit. and you pull up and they they've you know, is mom and dad and they got three kids and some stuff to carry in and 
you know, hey, y'all want to ride in? Oh my God, I would love a ride in. Others were like, no, I'm good. I want the steps. Or, you know, there's some older couples that were coming in that I would love a, you know, I would love a ride or whatever it is. There were, there were guys that, you know, I pulled up and they, I was in a six person golf cart mm -hmm. and it was two guys and they just loaded the rest of the cart down with stuff so they didn't have to make three trips carrying stuff. <laughs> that made it fantastic for them. Now, later on, I saw them having to carry it back out. Right. But at least they didn't have to carry it in. Right. Um, it's volunteering helps everything out here run smoother and it builds on the atmosphere. So help contribute to the atmosphere that if you hadn't been, you don't know the atmosphere that's here, but help contribute to it because when you get here and you see the atmosphere, mm -hmm. it's a lot of you know little people running around doing things. Nobody's super stressed, but everything's getting done. Yep, and, and it's seamless. Go ahead. I just want to add to that is that atmosphere you're talking about, volunteering or not, this entire place is welcoming, helpful. You know, you walking down a thing and you're supportive. Yeah. You need a thing. Anybody near you is going to hand it to you, and they hear use this. They would rather see your plane or whatever you're working on in the air and finished, and you happy, than them just be like, "No, that's mine." Yeah. Like, no, no, it's really. it's a very community welcoming place. It was very yeah. easy to get involved because of that. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of shift gears. There were some really big projects. Oh yeah. That were out there that were that we talked about the. the what is it, the brown Betty or whatever? What is it? I don't know what it's the called. The Betty Bomber? Betty Bomber, I think. Yeah, yeah I Ethan's think Plane. Yeah, Ethan's Plane, which is the bigger version of the one. The Megalacy was out. If you follow the Flight Test Channel, it's like a 20-foot trainer plane, like a big version What's of the... What's the little, Giant Legacy? Basically. The Giant Legacy, right. So look at the FT Legacy and make it make basically almost a full-scale one. It, Pretty it was, close. It was big. Um, and then you have, like, uh, Ben Harbor built a C-47, I think is is what it was. And then there was, um, there's one more bomber out there. There was the B-17. There's a B-17 bomber that they've been working on for the last, like, month and a half or two months. And so they were all, like, at various points flying. And then, of course, you had Peter Sripal, who had started with, like, nothing and had built himself a, a plane that's basically, like, a small ultralight. It was 35, 34, I don't know, 30-something foot wingspan. Uh, right. Pretty impressive. 20-foot 20, 20 fuse with a four crazy yep. motors. Four monster front. motors pulling it, I think. Right. And it was, uh, you know, trying to get trying to get everybody here to try to t attack it and take it down. Yeah, they they did a, a couple maiden flights. The first one needed a little adjustment. Then they had a successful maiden. Mm -hmm. And then in the last combat... They put it up, this giant 35-foot wingspan plane, and said, see how many little planes it takes to take me down. It didn't even look like it was moving in the sky. Yeah, it was... It, it really was... Like, yeah. what... How is that still up there? It's not moving. It's not moving at all. There was a little bit of a headwind, and it was, like, not moving. It, it, it's so took, slow it, moving. it took out the giant flurkin. It did take yeah, out the, the giant flurkin. Yeah, yep. so you, if you look at uh, if you look at the channel, you see some. Big I'm sure you'll see there. videos of it. I it's I was spotting, so I I caught a glimpse of it out of the side and saw the flurkin spiraling down. I didn't yeah. see the impact. Yep. Yeah. I guess that kind of brings us to 
what is project number two so if uh if you recall chris one of our past guests chris mccallum uh he and i talked about the reptile dragon product had been released and he looked at it and made this design in foam board because he's like this is really simple why are we paying so much money for this thing and i helped him do something with it and then i built one myself he built one and i I don't know what my problem is about having trouble. We talked about how I kind of went with more rubber bands was really all it needed and making sure the CT was right. So, and then I had a stuttering motor, which I fixed. And then, so when we came out here, I flew it on a three cell. It flew really well. I had a four cell. So next time I went out, I had a four cell and it flew faster and it was still flying really well. I'm like, this is fantastic. I said, these motors are rated for a six cell. It would be nice to have a six cell, but I don't really have anything that small. Um, hold on, there's there's a really bright light shining in our face, so I think all of us are just okay. Thank you. <laughs> Whoo, that was really bright. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I think my brain stopped for a minute. <laughs> anyway, so and Jesse turns to me and says, "You know who has six cells?" I do. I've got a bunch of them. So, yeah, you started with, what, a 3-cell 2200 or something. Yep. You went to a 4-cell 1300. 1300. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that all They're about the same weight. Okay. And I just happened to have a 6-cell 1600. It fit in the fuse perfectly. Yep, we just had to push it back a little bit. Yeah, it actually put this, the battery more on the CG which probably helped it yeah too. it helped it was good and then and so with each oh. with each upscale of, right. of the of the cell count it started going faster and faster well you flew the 3S yep the 4S yep and I gave you the 6S but you wouldn't fly it no I said no 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 you're flying it right. I handed you the gave controller me the radio and like oh and I've like, never flown this plane and I'm like no no this is all trimmed out it's ready to go all you need to do is go have fun. So <laughs> your battery, you fly it. I don't mean to step on your story, but no, we're on, we're on the flight line now. Your turn with me at the controls, mm -hmm. and we're about ready to throw this into combat. And he says, "Flip the throttle real quick." And I, I do. I don't give it much, but it kind of surprised you. It, it pulls pretty good on that 6S battery, and uh, we launch it. And I'm taking it easy. I'm at about 50% throttle, and it's still moving. Gets moving kind of like the force I uh, was doing. And so I'm kind of getting the feel for it. And that uh, props to the designers, you know, Chris and you. Yeah, Chris, Chris uh, mostly. I just made it uh, a plane. I hadn't flown one before. It flew fantastic. Already beaten up. That was not a clean plane it, by this point. It's been through the ringer and back again. And it still it tracked. It moved. And... Um, I tell Matt, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to gun it. See what it can do. Okay, let's see it. I pin the throttle and it screams. I mean, Matt has been eyeing these wings that you can hear just yelling across the ah, things. Yeah. yeah, and they go and they move. And it made that noise. And if you remember and last year, we talked about the piranha. Yes. And it had a very similar feel yep. to the way the piranha is. But I, I, I think this was faster. I almost, yeah, I almost lost it, though, because out of the corner of my eye... He's giggling and hopping up and down. <laughs> Literally, no joke, that excited, and I'm laughing too. It's, it was fantastic. What I found oh out God. about half a second later is it wouldn't turn. 
at, <laughs> at full throttle, it negates the ailerons. The ailerons, the, the, the servo stalled. It couldn't handle the speed. Right. So, so which, just is, had which is fine. Flat it level was go. stable enough that mm-hmm. it did not matter. Point it the way you want it to go, yep. and it will go. And punch it. And yep. if you want to turn, you got to slow down first. That's all. Because <laughs> you had a little bit of elevator control the elevator at that speed. Would, the elevator would, would did work, so I could go up and down. But like, if you wanted to turn, you had to slow down. Now, so you line it up, and you peg it. And of course... <laughs> That's what we did. Yeah. I'd turn, just rip across the field, and then slow down, turn back. I really only took, think it took, like, we were, like, all the way on the right is where we'd yeah. start, like, near the road. And then we'd turn and line it up, and we'd peg it. And I really think and, it was, like, about two seconds, and it was on the other side, and we had to turn. And, of course, now I'm getting real excited, and I'm playing with it. I'm starting to do some spins and loops, like, Matt, you, put it in high rates. He's like, he's like, wait, didn't you mean low? No, high rates. Click. <laughs> And then hay rates were engaged, and all of a sudden he's doing, what were you doing? I was doing all the maneuvers and spins and loops and twists, and oh I was, God, all over I the have place to make one now. I have, yeah. to, I have to have one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did bring it in and land it after only about a minute and a half or so of right. flight, because combat was in. They're like, combat's in oh, 10, oh, 20 right. minutes. I, I mentioned this was combat. It wasn't combat. This was just prior, yeah. because we took it back topped off that battery so you could actually fly it in combat. Right. I'm like, are you sure? And you're like, yeah, it's I want to see this. It's been a long day. My memory's a bit fuzzy of what happened <laughs> oh when. It's been a long week. It's been a long, yeah. So half a week, that, whatever, yeah. that was just the, hey, does 6S work? Yeah. And it does. And then, So e- Eco 2 motors or Emax Eco motors with the 6S RKR, uh, the 1700 KV and it was like 35 amp Opto ESCs to go with it. Or 2 to 6, red 2 to 6 cells. That's all it took. And then, now it's your turn. You're flying combat. Okay, so then we, we go and we get it all situated. And, of course, there's a bunch of people trying to talk. I'm like, there's combat, and I've got a six-up monster. I want to fight. <laughs> so we went out to the line, and they got all the big planes up there, and specifically Peter Streeple's giant plane. And we were all, our goal was to take it down. And so, you know, like, full fashion, we all walk out to the edge of the beans, and we throw the plane and then I just start flying it. And of course it's acrobatic and easy to do. And then I'm, I kind of flew it way out to the one, I went way up high and I went around and I came went up to the one side, I lined it up and I just pegged it right to the swarm. <laughs> like wing. And you had to right early on clip something. I Yeah, I clipped somebody's string with one of those little like popsicle or tongue depressor anchors. Okay. And, um, and for a minute there for like just about two seconds, my ailerons weren't working really well at all. And I'm like, oh, this might be the end of it. <laughs> and then I guess I did something and it slid to the side and all of a sudden my ailerons were freed up. I'm like, okay, well, here we go again. Turned around and pegged it. All the while, then, dragging the an- a string with an anchor on it. <laughs> it's a string and an anchor out the back of it. That was so fantastic. I lost track of that a few times because as a spotter, I'm not really watching your plane all Just the time. trying to make sure I don't get hit on the Because ground. there's a lot going on. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. But I, I did see quite a bit of that. So just zipping back and forth and zooming around and doing a bunch of corkscrews around trying to get, um, you know, Peter's playing a bunch of times and then trying to find somebody else. So I'd been clipped by the string. I managed to clip somebody else. I don't think it took them out, um, but it just sort of like whirled around a couple times and just whizzed and off we went. Uh, a lot of fun. That was a, a blast. My, I had a smile from ear to ear. Um, and I 
brought it real close down to the beans, and I, I think I skimmed a couple of them as I came back up. And then the, the one turn I did a little bit of acrobatics, and I ended up turning it to the crowd. Um, and I and I wasn't sure if I gunned it, if I was going to be able to pull the elevator. Elevator was going to um, pull up properly, so I ended up just rolling it and turning it into the dirt, just so it wouldn't hurt anybody because it was coming right at the line. Yeah, and at it, the speed it, that can go, it, it would have either just pulled up right in front of somebody and over their head, which would have been really but, scary for everybody. And you chose wisely, yep. just dumped it. So it was, it was know, fine. Rather than continue with the combat and possibly hurt somebody if I missed, I figured I'd just put it in the dirt and be fine. So we had a good time with that. That was a lot of Turns fun. Turns out that was the perfect amount of time for that battery. Yeah, because uh. <laughs> because when we put it on the thing, it was like you only had like maybe thirty seconds more. I yeah. think. I think I could uh, feel it start to like I not be as aggressive. Checked it when we got back, and I think it was at eighteen percent, mm-hmm. um, which is fine for that battery. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, but if you had gone to the end of combat, it might have been pushing your luck on that battery. <laughs> He, he, he was enjoying the high-speed runs. Oh, my God. There's so much fun. So much fun. No, there's a lot of acrobatics in the middle, but then I'd, like, turn and punch it out of the of the swarm and then turn around and punch it through. It's good. It's a good time. It's a good plane. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm sticking with that. And that stuck with it. mostly kind of wrapped up our, our day or yeah. weekend, even. Yeah, more or less. Oh, we went out and uh, I, bought, I got a bunch of video system antennas from Video Error Systems. Uh, we may sure. be talking to them, uh, Alex Greaves, in uh, future episodes. I mean, there's plenty of visiting and socializing. Oh my god! That, but that was kind of our main event. Yeah, and then we yeah, we got out to see Dave with you yep. a little bit, and uh, we Glad talked. Glad we finally got to see him. Mm-hmm. And then we I went out and we talked to Jason Kennedy for a little bit at his site with his son, and they were they were having a blast. He was telling me about a couple of his plans. If you like something fast, I got a plane for you. <laughs> so I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> So anyway, so it was a fun day. It's a good day for a lot of things. Yep. Um, it was very satisfying. Well, we're uh, we're pretty much at the end of Flight Fest here. I'm running under the assumption this will be our last recording session like this for the episode. We had we had one thought though. We wanted to leave listeners with and see if they had some feedback ideas. Yes. So getting into a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we did the Spitfire fly-in this Flight Fest, which, considering that we really didn't have a set time far ahead of time, the the turnout was great. Um, those that were here that knew about it, you know, they were just on standby waiting for when when we were going to do it. Uh, the announcement went over to PA, so we had a couple other Spitfires that I don't think were... Necessarily part of the thing. But yeah, but they they, they showed up. They they're what, Spitfires. Or I have Spitfire. Yeah, it, we, it really was put out as a whatever Spitfires are out. If you got Spitfire, bring it in. It was awesome. So we got pictures of that. Um, but next year, so assuming that we're all going to be here next year, which is the current plan. Yep. Uh, we want to put out there. You know, whether you're coming to Flight Fest or not next year. We will put out to the community, what do you think would be a cool fly-in plane to do? So we did the Spitfire this year, uh, and several of us did the the podcast skin. Uh, and that's not necessarily a requirement, but what what fly-in should we do next year? Um, yeah, well, what plane should we choose to have everybody kind of like joint build and, 
uh, and bring out and fly. Or at least a theme or something. Yeah, maybe a theme, whatever. Yeah, maybe it's just a theme. Mm-hmm. Give us your thoughts, um, and Matt and I will look at it and see uh, see what ultimately we're going to plan to do, and then we'll have almost a year to to plan it, you know, for everybody to say, all right, here's here's what you know ultimately we're going to end up doing. You know, we'll have that figured out sometime, and say we can start working on that. Yep. And um, even possibly, if with that kind of lead time, we might be able to coordinate with flight test uh, programming scheduling, and kind of have a little bit more of a set set window. So yeah. that we can we can really advertise it better. Sure. Um, let's see what else. Uh, housekeeping. I want to say, Jesse, thanks for coming out to Flight Fest with yeah, us. Yeah, thank also you. For I was just going to say, you know, thank you for having me, um, allowing me to hang out and talk on this podcast with you. It's been a blast. Dude, I, we're glad to have you here. Um, thanks for Flight Fest or Flight Test for for doing this every year. Um, and they, they really put on a solid show. I mean, not a show, but, like, they put together a solid event and that, you know, everything's smartly laid out now. And it seems to be that they're able to do this without really a big muss or fuss. At least not from the outside. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. You know, obviously there's a ton that goes into making this happen right. And it seems to be getting better and better every year. So, you yeah. know, golf clap. Uh, Thank Big you thanks for uh, flight tests. Yeah. Yeah, and our contact, our primary contact, Eddie Black on the uh, on the volunteer side. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have loved working with him, and then yeah. Kilroy because I've doing the carts, I get to see him a lot. Yep. Yeah, so those two guys were fantastic. I'd say to any of them involved listening to this, well done and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you to our, you guys that are listening. Um, all this is assuming because I have not. Uh, pulled in any of the audio into the laptop yet to see how this is going to sound. It's going to sound amazing, Joe. Well, hopefully. Uh, so if you have made it this far and the audio is terrible, thank you for hanging with us regardless. Yep. This was a uh, an experiment and ultimately uh, I had ordered in two lapel mics that we still haven't used uh, and Jesse, I, I wanted a, another set of two so we could do and have nice clean audio but by the time that I got into our Amazon account to order it it, it wasn't going to be here until I was already on the road to Matt's place so uh, you know if you made it this far thank you for hanging with us and hopefully uh, you know while this won't replace uh, being able to come to Flight Fest may, hopefully this has been enjoyable whether you were at Flight Fest or whether you couldn't make it like I just hope this was enjoyable. Yeah, think of it like a, to. a big. Uh, this is what we're doing this week. Podcast part of the podcast. Yeah, um, and so this one will be probably two weeks after Flight Fest, which is kind of sad, but that's our schedule, and uh, that yeah. ends up buying us some time, so that we're not so stressed in the next couple weeks. Um, yeah, so we get on the road tomorrow. Any other last minute things, guys? Yeah, just any ideas you guys have, send them, send them our, you know, send them our way so we can do some fun things in the coming couple months. Yep. And Matt, Jesse, and I were talking earlier. We've got some, some thoughts about next year that maybe later on down the road, closer to next year, we can talk about more. Um, it's just some, some head thoughts and gears turned a little bit on a couple things that we're, we're tossing around among ourselves for next year. But we yep. want to see. Whether it's uh, whether it's possible and how how it could turn out. So, 
Because there's nothing good. else? Nope. Jesse, you? No, my brain's about to shut off. I mean, I don't know if they can notice listening, but I don't think any of these were actually done on the day we say they are. It's like 8 a.m., early a.m. It's, yeah, midnight, <laughs> 11, you know, something, whatever. <laughs> I think a, I may have dozed <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, stand well, then, we're going to get out of here. Guys, as always, thank you for tuning in and listening, uh, especially to the crazy thing that this is. Uh, nice. Thank you for blinding me, yep. Matt. <laughs> happy to help you. Hopefully, you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed just literally sitting in some camping chairs in our camp uh, with a phone sitting in front of us, chatting and carrying on. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, feel free to write in. Let us know. Uh, AviationRCNoob at gmail.com. You can reach Matt and Matt at AviationRCNoob. No, Matthew or Matt? It's Matthew. Okay, Matthew at AviationRCNoob.com. You can reach me and Joe at AviationRCNoob as always. Or we, you could yell at Jesse at uh, Zediac on the, <laughs> on the Discord. On the Discord forums. Link, Certainly. I'll be Link up there. in the description for the Discord server. Yep. Um, you've got a build night planned July 4th. First. Yeah, basically the Friday when, after we get back. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I might oh. actually build something. Well, then that that'll be that'll be before this episode goes live. Oh. Probably. Well, that's not going to help that well, much. We'll okay, do well, one later in the month too. Don't worry. Well, about future it. folks, hopefully y'all have fun at the build party. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if I built something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I Bye. think we're gonna get out of here.